0: Mm -hmm. yo 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 this is dps podcast that's damage per second podcast back once again on a fine thursday evening hope you guys are having a great evening because we about to have a great podcast yes sir yes sir forte what's good bro what is good what is good
1: what is good what is good uh man it's
0: uh real quick i forgot to say episode 110 okay go ahead (laughs) 10%
1: <laughs> 10%, 10% of the way to 200, baby Let's go um, But um, yeah, man It's um, it's a great week, man um, I see that glorious God Award gameplay on the screen Can't wait to talk about that But um, man, yeah, it's been a good week uh, We got uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet releasing today at midnight That I gotta go to It's gonna be fun It's gonna be uh, the most sold game for the month of November Don't at me, cause you guys know it's true but um, yeah, slow-mo, it's, uh, it's good to be here with you, man, and um, always love shopping it up with you. Um, every week we get the chance to do it.
0: Yeah, and because you got to get to that uh, ridiculous Pokemon uh, release thing at midnight, I don't know why people are up at midnight at a store <laughs> picking up freaking Pokemon, you should be ashamed of yourself. A lot of, of, a lot but, of people. <laughs> but... um. We, we, we're going to make sure that we get out of here at a normal time uh, it ain't going to be a super long podcast, really ain't a lot to talk about honestly but um, we probably will be spending a lot of our time talking about these uh, video game award nominations um, but outside of that we got uh, our other topics is uh, this Bethesda Doom internal drama that I, I look at, I, I wish I, I, I would like to say I read up all on it but like um, some of the receipts here are like legendary receipt keeping of like 1,400 pages mm-hmm. uh, kind of receipt keeping. And I, I ain't got I ain't got time to be reading all that. But we're going we gonna to give a, a summary and, and talk about it. We got Embracer Group doing some restructuring and basically uh, showing even further that, you know, Slow Mo is always right. Uh, NVIDIA launching the 4080 and how that has turned out. We're definitely going to discuss how, if you want to talk about, Companies that run a particular industry in a particular market, and how they basically just feel the need to do whatever the heck they want to do. We're going to definitely discuss how Nvidia does that, and of course another Phil Spencer interview full <laughs> of quotes uh, that uh, everyone's going to be talking about or ignoring, depending on which side of the camp that you uh, that you roll with. But uh, real quick, I want to shout out the people the good people that are here with us glad to have you guys here shout out to blade x for being the first one in the house that guy smitty dwayne stone Rail there double low Corey hill clifton the color milkman truth serum and uh you know everyone else is going to be rolling on in when they get the chance but forte let us know how, how you been bro
1: I've been great. I've been great. God of War's been great, even though I haven't get a chance, haven't been able to play in the last 36, maybe 48 hours. Last two days I haven't getting a chance to play It's just been crazy at work. But um, I'm loving it. Graves great. Uh, but slow-mo, Yo. I called I called you earlier today. Oh by and, the
0: way, I beat God of War earlier today. But go ahead. Nice! How long did it take you? What was your what was your time? 30 hours on the dot nice
1: and how much of the side stuff did you do
0: pretty I much did, all of it I did the bulk of the side stuff near the end I got kind of tied like I, I really wanted to focus so much side content and I right. really wanted to focus and they, they're very also very good at like reminding you that you have side content to do right that's it I really wanted to get back to the main narrative because like the story was getting real good and I just got like just i got tired of doing the side content i'm going to do it post game like post like uh beating the game so i haven't uninstalled it like i normally do when i finish a game it's still installed because i'm gonna go through and uh take on the the hateful ones and all the other stuff that's that's there and then there's also uh quests that open up after you beat the game so this quest yeah. aren't even available until you beat the game, which is very, very uh smart and very good. Like that it's guaranteed post game content versus oh I could do this at any time kind of content. So uh yeah so I but yeah 30, 30 hours and forty minutes was my total. Um and I think I probably did maybe like seventy five percent of the, nice uh, of, of the side content stuff.
1: No, that's good, but yeah <clears throat> With that being said I called you earlier today mm-hmm. and, and the reason I called you is because I had a An aspiring Gamer You know, gamer in air quotes Walking mm-hmm. to my store today And he wanted to return something And he, he was like I bought this online, I want to return it So he was, was dealing, dealing with like my tears. No, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have even let him buy that But um <laughs> but he uh he wanted to return something and he took it out the box or we took it out the box and it was a zim a chrono zim
0: wow like,
1: wait wait hold on hold okay. on mm-hmm. yeah it, so this this story gets even better oh <laughs> so yeah it was, a, it was a zim i was like oh okay so I proceeded to go online because you know I'm gonna stick it to anybody that buys a Zim because I don't believe you're using it for the reason it was intended. You're using it for inferior reasons. Right, right. So, it, it's, so, it's,
0: so, even, it's even marketed that way. And, and whenever, even and, anyway. and, and whenever the Cronus Company ever, anyone ever qu- says like, why are you helping people cheat? They always go, oh, it's just, you know, we, we just do this so that people can, like, use whatever controller you want to use. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, that, that, then then you, you clearly market it. Like, I, I actually saw some dude's YouTube video where he was like, no, this is marketed for people to have aim aimbot in games. And, and and loading sheets on profiles, so like so, no, no, right.
1: So so no, he comes in and, 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 and you know as soon as he, as soon as we take it out the box, I see oh it's a Chrono Zim and it was open and I was like oh <laughs> let me go look at our return policy because they just refreshed it in September and if I remember correctly pc accessories because let's be for real a Crotus match is a pc accessory because you have to hook it up to your pc to load all that stuff onto it so i was like oh i think you can't return pc accessories once you open them and i was of course right and i said oh i said you can't return that i said you can replace it but you can't return it he was like uh and then she was like well why are you returning it and he was like, Oh, it's not working correctly. And she was like, What is it doing? And this dude, this is what I knew the world was coming to an end. This dude literally told us, he said, my aimbot wasn't working. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, hold up.
0: He didn't, he didn't load the profile. Well, I, look, I don't know, I only have one of them because i'm actually good at at shooters so i don't need that crap but uh but but like he probably like it's it doesn't just like work straight out of the box from from what i've i've been seeing online you gotta actually like load profiles for specific games to it yep and he probably he probably just bought it but just like let me hook this up somehow whatever you i do to hook it up and was like okay it's not working yeah so So he he was was using it as as its original intention from like the very beginning of whenever that thing first was created before it got corrupted and then the company was like oh we can make so much more money for cheaters uh that's great that's great that's hilarious
1: yeah so so he was sitting there like yeah the A-Bot's not working and I'm like I, I had to I had to like rub my eye for a second I was like wait a minute you know I respect you for actually telling me the truth (laughs) but the but it's uh, the thing that's so sad about it slow-mo it lets me know how universally accepted this type of thing is now because if this dude can just literally like he didn't try to say that oh when i was trying to upload profiles it wasn't allowing me to um use other controllers or anything he didn't he didn't come up with like some sly way of getting around saying i'm cheating because i'm sorry anybody that wants it like i'm telling you right now if unless you are walking around with a, a, a because I know there's accessibility options for it And I'm going to be very sensitive to the people that have those But most people that are buying this The the majority of y'all Y'all ain't got no type of problem with anything going on with you And you using this in a way to basically get ahead of other people And this just let me know Honestly, that y- There is way more people out here cheating
0: Bruh. Using, using stuff like this The thing, The thing, look I was in the I was in the, the local game shop near me because I was trying to, of course, you know, because when I emulate my games, I actually buy the game. So I was trying to buy, uh, Xeno, Xenoblade Chronicles Three, which we're mm-hmm. going to discuss later on because it's a it's a Game of the Year uh, nominee, and. I'm in the store and I'm, 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 I'm I couldn't like they didn't have a copy up on the shelf, so I was gonna ask the dude behind the counter, but he was busy with someone else. So I'm just kind of just looking around the store. I saw the Chrono Zen thing just sitting just sitting in you know in, in a little box up there, and you know it's funny because everybody on Twitter told me nah, not nah, slow mo. People on consoles ain't cheating like that. You could do it cheating for free on PC, but people ain't gonna be spending like over a hundred dollars for no Chronos. That thing was forty dollars. I'm looking man. at like, it ain't here a hundred dollars. It's like forty bucks. What the heck? So I'm well, just like, you know yeah. what? It's it's funny because it's, it's I I I think the people who are the loudest proponent of of man, I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to, you know, do no no crossplay with the PC lobbies. I think y'all might be doing some stuff on the side. Y'all mm-hmm. might be doing, y'all might be having some stuff attached to your controller, or get, so I don't know how that works. Like in between from your controller to your 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 console or something. You doing something because <laughs> it's it's hilarious. Because. I, I mean to the- it's to the
1: point where I, it's to the point where and like I can say we got to get on with the show but it's like to the point where I literally feel like I'm not to the PC level of it where I feel like I'm being sniped unordinarily when it comes to certain things cuz that kind of happens on PC and you kind of feel helpless right. I haven't gotten to that point yet but I'm also getting to the point like how much better are we truly at these games than these people out here because there's, they, they already have numbers out there saying that they sold millions of these things, and I'm sitting there like how many of these people are we actually playing against, putting up these artificial numbers, right. making themselves seem like they're way better at a game than they really are it, It's, it's just, it, but then you got people out here literally just willing to tell you oh, my aimbot's not working. I'm like, yo, you ain't even <laughs> trying to hide it. It's ridiculous. So that, that's it. that That's pretty much the whole story. I just, the goal of just being that upfront with it lets me know that this is so widespread that it's people don't even care about talking. They'll just tell you that's what they're doing.
0: Dude, I, I was playing Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare 2 solo. Um, this is like last week. Uh, it was definitely before God of War came out because I barely really been playing it since God of War came out, and I was in a lobby, um, with the worst map that well the worst map for me I can't say because it's got Camp Central, you know the big open map where it's like mm-hmm. a bunch of like broken buildings and sand. yeah I know I, I, to, yeah I know it, it, it's, it's Camp Central, and this guy was in there and I and I initially thought this dude's gotta be on PC because I knew he was cheating, like the dude mm-hmm. the dude was killing people and you would look at the kill cam and you could just see like he wasn't even looking in your direction but like his his uh his reticle was pulling towards you before you even like came into his view so it's like all right this guy's definitely got either wall hacks and aim or aim by or both combined whatever right so but i'm thinking like he's on pc and then, at, but like I look at the uh, the what you would call it, like the the school board thing, and then like uh, uh, um because I recorded it, and I was like, let me let me because I wanted like see what he was doing when I could slow it down, and then when mm-hmm. I looked at it like pre match where you can see where everyone's like like where they're playing from, dude it was on PlayStation. Wow. I was like this wasn't even a PC cheater this was a, this was a console cheater it, it, it's it's funny I what I will say though is that maybe I just don't notice it but I expected far more cheating in Modern Warfare 2 than I've seen I can say yeah. for certain there have been probably and I'm like well, I was at max level before the season came out now you know the, the max level has gone up but where I was at uh I may maybe a handful of matches that I know this strict strict this guy is cheating. Like I could like like only a handful of matches where I can say this dude's definitely cheating. I'm reporting him. In which I don't know how good they are with that. Every company is different with the report function. So I don't know if like if if it's a real company and if I report someone in game, they will take a look at it within twenty four hours. I know that for a fact. I don't know how Activision slash Infinity War handles it because it's, uh, it's, uh, I, I don't know if they are like Halo Infinite where 343 wasn't looking at it at all. You report someone for cheating and mm-hmm. you'll get an email like a month and a half later saying they, they're they looking into it. It's like looking into what? I forgot what Matthew was talking about. Um, and but you know, like it's, it's all different. So uh it's um it's what it is. I I just wish people would just get good and stop being bums. Uh mm, yeah, I'm with you. But that's been my week, man. <laughs> what about you? Um Well, I be like I said, I beat God of War Ragnarok. I got some um real quick I'll say, actually, no, I'll wait until we do the game of the year now and these are really like dive deep into my thoughts on on whether it's game of the year or not um because like I've been trying to like even before I beat it early uh, earlier today I was just kind of wondering like whether this was really like I was already kind of felt it was close but I didn't know whether it could uh surpass Elden Ring or not I'll, I'll get into that later but no, um, I've been playing that. I've been actually been playing... Um, I should actually show some of the gameplay of that. Maybe I'll do it later. Um, I, I've actually been playing Halo Infinite campaign co-op with my friends. They wanted to play it, so we've been playing that a little bit. And... What else? What else? I played some of Somerville. I can actually... Yo, okay, so look. Somerville and the other one. Pentiment both came out Tuesday. Uh so wrapped up in God of War, I didn't get to play either either one of them. Um uh, and I haven't played Pentiment yet, but I tried uh Somerville and yeah, I uninstalled it after like 30, 30 minutes. It's just, and I was actually like kind of interested in it, but then, like at least at some point, I remembered who the dev was, and it's the dev that did Inside, and I'm not really like a fan of those kind of games. So mm-hmm. for me, I was like, eh, maybe this one's a little different. It's they're only different in the packaging the actual game design is just like, like you're playing something like inside, but it just looks like slightly better with more like a more like realistic looking environment. I I really, I, I didn't enjoy it. Let me just, I did not enjoy it at all. And, and I ended up, uh, ended up just uninstalling it, man. It wasn't, it's just not for me. Um, which, I'm not saying it's a bad game. It's just, it's literally, it's not for me whatsoever. Uh, have you played any of those yet? Yeah. Either of those no. games? Are... No. No. Yeah. No. By the way, the PC version is... Garbage. It's terrible. <laughs>
1: it's garbage. <laughs> it's
0: terrible. Do not play, if you have the option of playing Somerville on an Xbox or a PC, play it on Xbox. Don't even bother with the PC version. Not only does it not even attempt to do anything above what the console version does, but like recording it, I had to use OBS to record it because it wouldn't allow any of like the Xbox game bar or, uh, uh, um, Nvidia shadow play, like the normal PC tools for recording gameplay to work. It, it, none of that stuff worked. The the settings were bare bone, like the barest of bones. It was basically just like quality setting: high, medium, low. That's it. I'm yes. Like what? what? What is that? Like I, I it, it, it's just just play it on Xbox if you are going to play it. Um, I, I spent most of my time just lost, trying to figure out <laughs> what it wanted, what it what wanted me to do, um, and yeah it, it just was an enjoyable experience I haven't played peniman yet I do know that like the people who have played peniman said the story is really good which is what I expected it's obsidian and uh I I am I know there are some people who have been critical of it and as if they didn't know that this was like a Dis- disco Elysium kind of RPG it's like what did you expect you're either Cap and you knew what kind of game it was or you don't pay attention either way I know what to expect going about- into it um, i'm gonna play that next i, I didn't hear you what do you say i said it's probably a little bit of both oh yeah absolutely a little bit of both um i'm going to to play that next uh it's uh we'll see how it goes uh definitely by the next podcast you'll, you'll get my thoughts on it but it's already 9:20. we definitely want to get you out of here as quickly as possible so let's get into these one on. topics
1: Huh? No hurry, bro. As long as I'm at work by 11, I got to 11:30. I got to be there at 11:30, so we got a
0: little time. We will try to get you out of here by 11. So let's get into the first oh, thing. Look at you. The first thing um, that happened, and it seems to be uh, some drama here. Some, some serious drama here. <laughs>
1: That's a long
0: thread. <laughs> Doom eternal. Now, look, we we not we're not going to talk about this as long as that as the as the receipts are. So essentially. The guy who I guess the lead guy, and I, I can't remember the guy's name, Sam something, but he did the uh, he's well known and he did the music uh, for Doom Eternal. I've never even played Doom Eternal. I know you played it, right? I did. It's great. Is the music great? It is. Hey, there you go. So people enjoy the music, uh, but apparently, there was a lot of drama behind the scenes with its software and um, Sam in regards to the music so uh, people complained about the o- uh, I guess it was like a pre-order thing with where you if you pre-ordered the game you got the uh, the OST the the, soundtrack yeah. game, and mm-hmm. it did not have I think only like 25% of the soundtrack had Sam's uh, work on it and then the yep. rest of it is like some other uh, music engineer that works at their software whoever and, and the, the, uh, okay, I guess back then the word was, or at least the, the unofficial word from people at its software was, well, Sam was difficult to work with. That's why we only got what we got. Sam's been under NDA for a while, but once the NDA went up, Sam oh, he- definitely was <laughs> ready to clear his freaking name and he yeah. came with like legendary levels of receipts receipts showing that he was offered a six-figure fund for a a hush money payout essentially uh that they wanted him to basically just not speak ever on it never speak anything uh um, negative about bethesda or its software or doom eternal or anything that have to do with his experience he didn't sign it so he's not breaking any kind of contract for saying what he said um, he provided a lot of receipts that showed that they were not being truthful in regards to uh, their 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 uh, working relationship with him, and also they uh, he he talked about this is one thing in particular. I, I got the clip of those version of all this stuff, but like one thing in particular, he said that like he he felt it was uh, he was doing extra work for no reason. So like essentially he. He was told he had to do tracks for levels before he could even see the level. Okay, that doesn't make any sense, right? So there's that. But then as he figured, as soon as the level got completed and the work got completed, they wanted him to do revisions on his tracks to kind of match the level after the level had been made but he's just like why didn't you just wait wait till the level was done to have me to do the work I'm doing extra work for no reason because now I'm going I'm doing revisions over work I already had to do um he did extra tracks and those extra tracks are that 25% that's in the OST they never told him they were doing the OST they never told him he was using they were using that extra work and he didn't get paid for any of that so uh Bethesda came out with what I would say is And also universally seemed to be a very poor response to his response, where they're basically just calling him a liar and saying that even though he's got like 5 million pages of receipts, it's not telling the complete story. I don't know how, but I'm just like, look... This is those now this is now Microsoft's problem. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. It you is a own Microsoft the company problem. now. You need to own some of this nonsense. The same way, like I said back when uh, um, Bethesda uh, Softworks was having all those issues with uh, Todd Howard's uh, behavior and development in. Um, uh the development of fallout 76 and as well as starfield and all the studios and how they felt how, how it was working. like you gotta own this stuff now this is stuff that you have to clean up whether they, they, they do still work independent from microsoft but at, at the same time it's like i'm sorry i'm sorry but you you just can't be allowing them to treat people just any kind of way, especially people that work with them, because that's going to affect your reputation long term. Other people who are quality people aren't going to want to work with you, but this is how you treat the people that you work with. Now, Forte, what are your thoughts on this whole thing?
1: Wow. So um first of all it was um it was uh, Mickey it was Mick Gordon who is the uh um, Okay, I said I'll call him Sam. My bad. Yeah, he's called him <laughs> Sam, but I ain't wanna s i ain't wanna stop your flow. Uh Mick Gordon was the uh original composer and he was the one that writ um wrote the, the basically a scarlet letter back saying, No nah, man, the, the the Marty he lied to all y'all and the yeah, these these receipts is real legendary, but because uh, I was like through them and i was like yo not only are there just screenshots of emails with people with, with people's names on them i'm mm. like mm, i people's don't know names. how you people's names is on these things like pay issues and everything like that look man ndas are a mug when you're under nda you could get sued all the high heck if you um speak while you under it and uh, i don't blame somebody for coming out especially if all the stuff that uh is being alleged inside of these documents are true Mm -hmm. Uh, we always get we always come back to the whole thought process on if you feel like you are being wronged, you need to say something and make it clear your name you you don't just sit there and take stuff like that happening to you because all you have
0: this is his professional career yeah all you
1: have is your name yeah
0: you out here slandering him and that's gonna make it difficult for him to find work post working with you so of course he's going to defend himself so like and yeah you go ahead my bad
1: no no i'm just saying you know that's ultimately that's exactly how i took it i was like listen you know you guys came out it's not like you can't Like, if you wouldn't have came out and said anything, he probably wouldn't have said anything. He wouldn't have said nothing. Because guess what? NDAs go both ways. Just because he can't speak on it, what gives you guys the right to go out there and slander the man's name and say, ultimately, oh, well, we had to have another composer named Chad come in and finish the OST because the mixing was wrong. The sound was wrong. He had to, that's why we didn't use all of his original, um, works of art inside of the actual um, OST. And I'm sitting there like, at, at, you know, him under NDA and stuff, he's probably up there, s- like, just soaking in this. Yeah,
0: just seething. Just waiting yeah, for the like, moment. The waiting for that NDA about? to finish so I can light y'all up. I imagine that. That's some 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 legendary patience I have to give, because like, oh, yeah. me, I can do it. If, if, if I'm being slandered and it's not true, uh, and I'm like, I can't say nothing for another two years, three, four man, it's coming out in three or four hours yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna have to break NDA and, and, and put the, put you know, put them to shame because it's just like, I, I just don't have the patience for that, but I gotta give him props for actually you know, sticking to his guns and actually waiting until it, he, he could speak on it but yeah no
1: i think that's the biggest thing for me i was just looking at it like what 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 is really going on in this conversation but ultimately it just really comes down to like you said earlier this is microsoft this is one of the things that you bought into when you um picked up bethesda you dealing with all their garbage and stuff and everything that's going on you know with them financially and even if and in legal terms because let's be for real if this if these is all true this is just the beginning of this conversation you know once he comes out and he starts talking about stuff that was under India you don't think that bethesda's is gonna you know it or whoever is in charge of all this stuff is going to come back and probably has something to say about it this it, the, you know this all turns into a bunch of he said she said stuff and this is just the beginning of it I mm-hmm. just I just couldn't believe like when I pulled when you sent me the article and I pulled it up I was like Yo, this is really like it's so long. I was like, I felt like I was reading a court document. It's huge. <laughs> it's like, no, it's got a table of contents tied to it. Yeah. Like, when have you seen a table of contents tied to anything? That man put work that- that, no, he probably sat there for a week and and, and literally dotted his eyes, crossed his t's. I was saying like, yo, if he's lying about this stuff, this is probably the most elaborate way that you could try to make yourself look good that I've ever seen in my life. But mm-hmm. ultimately, it, it's ultimately it's a Microsoft problem. But if this if this app is to actually be the way it is, y'all deserve everything that this man is saying about y'all, mm-hmm. and it's it's not his fault. That you guys um, wanted to keep this hush hush. He's not the one that broke NDA on it. You guys are subject to the same type of um, um, NDA. It's just the fact that he listened to it for two years and you guys didn't, and y'all let the dirty laundry out. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna wash the laundry, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna air dry it instead of like <laughs> putting it in a spin cycle. I'm gonna let it sit for a while so you guys can see how this actually
0: really feels. Yeah, so look, uh, they gotta they gotta do better than that response. You can't just be like, "Yeah, it ain't true," and did not yeah. provide anything that actually proves it's not true. This isn't like the situation with Platinum and um, the the Gen- not Jennifer Hale, the other voice actors that used to be Bayonetta, where they not only said it ain't true, but they provided uh, evidence to Games Media that proved that she was not being 100% truthful and then once it all came out and she admitted that, you know, she basically admitted she li- she was lying about some things. That was it. They were cleared. It's software, where Bethesda hasn't done that. They just came out with a statement and that statement, honestly, like, we can't trust you. We, we can't trust... Well, you shouldn't trust anybody. that just say, hey, you know, just... just Trust my word, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not—it's not everything that he's claiming it is, but I'm like—he—he's got fourteen thousand words backing him up, and what you got? Nothing a near tweet? that. A tweet? Not Nothing good near that Not good uh, enough. Nearly uh, enough. So it, it, that's crazy, bro. Well, crazy. We'll, we'll continue to kind of like take a look at this as as time goes on. Um, but uh we, we can definitely move on to a another topic, and this one is about embracer group. So embracer group uh had their like a kind of like an earnings earnings call thing. They basically were uh letting their investors know about uh changes that they were making. they made making a lot of changes. Some of this stuff came out a little early, a lot of the changes have to do with gearbox. We're gonna kind of go through it um in in order i guess of, of some of this stuff so gearbox is expanding drastically like they acquired gearbox for one billion like a year or two ago and mm-hmm. now gearbox is they have they announced last week they were opening a studio in shanghai china uh and um i don't know exactly what kind of games uh those uh uh that studio is going to do or whether they're just kind of maybe porting gearboxes games for for the chinese audience who knows that they might be doing some, 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 uh, some, some what's the word I'm looking for? Lo- lo- localization kind of work. Maybe, maybe they're doing that or maybe they're making their own games. But Gearbox is expanding even, even further because Embracer said that Saints Row's sales did not meet expectations and Volition, the developer that made Saints Row, is being folded into Gearbox. So I don't know whether they're gonna be just be Remain 18 that's within Gearbox. So still kind of be like the same people working together, but they're, they're now under Gearbox or so whether that studio is just like the name is gonna be completely dissolved. And they're just gonna be, maybe people have to move to locations where Gearbox offices are, but essentially it's a, it's a rap raffle they, they had their, their chance and it looks like uh, the Saints Row community said, yo, we ain't feeling it. We told you we weren't feeling it. You got a little uppity about it. And we still ain't feeling your game. And, uh, yeah. So that's a a wrap for you. (laughs) So, uh, you know, RIP Volition. Uh, I don't know whether being a part of Gearbox is really going to be all that helpful for them or for Gearbox itself. I'm kind of like maybe this is me. Gearbox is kind of hit or miss right now and uh, the new Tales of the Borderlands uh, I haven't played it yet but like it looked bad and a lot of the reception from people big time fans of the, the previous game was it was bad. Their writing has not matched with Borderlands 2 writing was at all, and even though Tiny Tina's Wonderland is they announced it was a success and had uh, oh, I've got the numbers that they said about Tiny Tina, um, let me try to find that. But Tiny Tina apparently did really good. It's doing, still doing really good, which is which is great. But like I said, hit or miss with with uh, with Gearbox. Corsa, what are your thoughts about? about uh saints rose failures and them being folded into gearbox ah uh, man they were
1: with deep silver right before it is right yeah 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 so listen man people they try they how you gonna say we can't at least say they didn't try i just think in general it comes back to it wasn't the game doesn't stand out on its own enough it's it's always compared to something else it's always compared to my mostly grant the father and stuff like that and uh, i don't think it's ever got away from that shadow i think the i think the damage was kind of done when it came to that franchise in general that's the one that they're mostly known for but i think that the damage was done when they kind of went off the rails with it like back in saints row three saints row four and stuff like that they they kind of just went away from the formula to start something do, new and i don't i don't blame them for that but i think it just didn't resonate with people and i just don't know how I, but on top of that i don't know how i really feel about gearbox having it because gearbox you know it really hasn't done anything of note themselves i mean you know they'd be borderlands is their cash cow right but in but in general what 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 kind of what kind of things have they done to you know enhance just people wanting to enjoy their games and stuff you know i think a lot of people really really enjoy games like tiny tina and i think people really really liked borderlands 3 but you don't see people clamoring as much as they used to clamor for those games like they did back then when borderlands 2 and even borderlands 1 i don't see that type of that that type of love and admiration for the franchise like they used to and and stuff changes all the time and you know we know borderlands is always one of those type of franchises that come and go with the wind but i just also just think that they just don't do anything to stand out and randy Pittsburgh is just I used to like like randy but then i think cause i used to like his carrot attitude and stuff that he used to have
0: oh but the, i also, thought he was a you,
1: you thought <laughs> yeah. was what uh
0: let, let me let me not get, let me not get get mean i have never let me just say i've never uh cared for randy pitchfork well no ahead. i
1: mean I, i'm not saying you know you know overall but this is before i like you know being a person that really wasn't paying that close of attention to like everything that was happening in the gaming media and stuff like that i never had a problem with them but you know that's that's kind of changed over the course of just being more uh engrossed in everything that's going on inside of just gaming being a person that does these podcasts and everything like that but every this is just kind of sad just to see that this is the direction they had to go in now Gearbox does have bigger, I do think they have a better um, pipeline to be able to, you know, get games and stuff out when it comes to stuff that I like, probably like. Deep Silver doesn't, but I just don't like the. F- I just don't. What are they going to do with it? Like, are they actually going to do anything
0: real with art, or,
1: or are they just going to use them to pop out another Borderlands game that people probably basically, don't care
0: about? Basically, and, and it's like people want mainline Borderlands or a Tales from the Borderlands, but only from Telltale, because they can Monster write stories. You exactly. know, and, and, and at this point, I don't trust Gearbox Storytelling, because, like, I mean, I haven't done too much Tiny Tina's. So I'm definitely going to play a lot more of it now that I've got God of War out of the way. I'm probably going to, like, tag team. but well, actually, tri- uh, uh, triple team. Th- three games, it's going to be Tiny Tina. It's going to be uh, Lake Stale Requiem. And uh, Pentiment. those are the three games that are going to be rotating now that I got God of War out of the way. Uh, and uh, The Devil in Me came out, but it's coming out tomorrow, so comes out gonna, tomorrow. So, I'm definitely going to be playing that and probably streaming that. So, um, um, if you guys want to uh, watch me um, play a game that I can actually uh, handle um, handle the horror aspects of uh, please, please come through. Um, all that said, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of I'm not high on them. I used to be used to be uh, like a, a developer, one of my favorite developers uh, back and uh, maybe like a decade ago uh, with when, when Borderlands two was considered like, you know, the top game out or well, one of the top games out at the time, but just not anymore. It, it, it's just not a, yeah. Uh, they, they just, they just don't do it for me anymore. Um, th- next thing I did want to discuss though is so embraces the numbers are really up uh 190% year over year um and 35% of it is uh, apparently organic growth so what that means is uh their s- sales are really kind of coming from uh the 35% is probably coming from like Saint's Row but like mm-hmm. that other 160 percent is likely coming from the acquisitions that they made so it's like not really games that they develop but games that they are now making money off of due to the you know the acquisitions that were made and that kind of rolls into something else that they discussed about now they are doing some restructuring and they're talking about spinning off some of their assets into other like kind of like company, other kind of companies and and they also mentioned this in conjunction with the fact that they are, are uh, going to announce, they haven't quite announced it yet but they're going to soon announce that they're working on six games with six platforms slash big publishers and we already know what one of them is, at, le- at least one of them is, we know one of them is Microsoft and Xbox because we know that uh, we know that Crystal Dynamics, uh, which is with the gameplay uh, made, the Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is the gameplay that's playing right now, is at, working at the support studio for the first time, and they're helping the initiative make Perfect Dark. And we also know that Iidos Montreal is Idos Montreal, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay, yeah. Eidos Montreal, which made Guardians of the Galaxy and Deus Ex is now working as a support studio, uh, which is not really in their warehouse to be a support studio, but they're working with uh, the uh, Playground Games for the Fable reboot. Now I have said uh, before the Idols Montreal thing was even announced that I thought that the studios that Embracer acquired from Square Enix would eventually go to Microsoft. And not only are they working very closely with Microsoft, it looks like those studios will be spun off into their own company under Embracer, which, quite frankly, if you kind of look at it, it, it it makes them even easier to be sold off later on. Because mm-hmm. yep. then you can just, you know, it's already organized in one, in one neat little package, and then you can just sell it to, if, if, if you're ready to do that. And I think they're just kind of preparing to, to get all that done while Microsoft is still waiting to get the ABK deal done. So, Forte, what are your thoughts about that?
1: Look, um, we said this when it first happened. We was like, "Oh man, Embracer is purchasing these companies," but then Crystal Dynamics is still making and and, and helping make um make Perfect Dark. Is is that really how that's going to play itself out? And I was like, Would you, if I was embracer, would I, if I, if this wasn't something that was a, a thought process at the end, would you allow a studio that you own or that you're potentially about to own to continue that relationship when they could be making games for you? And I was like, No, man, this don't look good. You don't. I mean, not look good, just don't look right. But Hey man, back deal doors, back deal, um back door deals or back room deals happen all the time. And Microsoft was like, "Hey, listen, we can kick you back some money on the back end. We need you to purchase these studios for us because we definitely want them. Uh, and you tell us what you're willing to. Um, how much did they sell? Did they sell them to them for? Wasn't like three hundred? It wasn't even a lot of money. Three
0: hundred million.
1: Three hundred million. Basically, Square <laughs> Enix,
0: I, I think, and it kind of. Maybe somewhere there Maybe they're kind of pivoting. So far, is that I mm-hmm. think that Square Enix thought that Sony was going to buy them. They large... were
1: trying to slim. They were trying to slim down. They were. Right. They were slimming down so they can get rid of their. Because Sony doesn't care about the Western division of Square Enix. Yeah, and that's the, the part the, that they it, sold.
0: It's, it's redundant. What Crystal yeah. Dynamics does is very similar to what Naughty Dog does, but not as good. What uh, yeah. uh, um and Idols Idols Montreal is very similar studios to what they already have. Like they would just be support studios under Sony, and that's just not like it, if Sony doesn't feel the need to have those studios, they why why even buy them? So I think that Square was trying to make themselves a bit a bit more attractive, and I don't know why uh, the acquisition hasn't happened yet. Uh, but it looks like it, what's happening now, they kind of pivoted towards like trying to allow, uh, find a way to get uh, companies like Sony to kind of buy into a little bit for certain studios or whatnot and not necessarily like just buy them outright or those studios outright. But regardless of that, it's been, it's been like pretty interesting to see how Embracer got them for Dirt Cheek. And they could probably flip them to Microsoft for like triple the cost of what they actually bought them for, which would be if you were an investor of a bracer, uh, you know, you're basically tripp- tripling your, uh, your 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 wealth right there. Like that's, I think that's pretty worth it. But um, the last thing that I wanted to kind of discuss in regards to them, so there was the there was the restructuring, there was uh i think there's actually that might actually be everything i don't think there was anything else uh outside of yeah That that's about it that's about it that's that's all they really spoke about you know this those versions of, the, of it of course um but yeah uh we, we definitely gotta see how this plays out further i don't think that like if if, if those studios are sold i don't see it happening until like next year or even like 2024 uh and and hey maybe they'll even wait until after Fable Reboot and Perfect Dot Reboot come out and see how those turn out before actually going ahead and acquiring them which might be a smart move on Microsoft's part if that's what they end up doing right? Um, but if they don't like I mean who knows like it you force a uh before we move on what are your thoughts about about that do you think that uh those studios are going to get acquired i think they
1: are i i, I just think there's two there's, there's smoke there's fire i just don't see embracer just holding on to a studio that microsoft is willing to i mean that microsoft has developing a game and we don't even know where in that development cycle they are with this game it just seems like it's more of a benefit to microsoft then it would be a benefit to embracer embracer is all about basically you know they they just want to own a bunch of different things where microsoft is the one that actually needs the publishing um the publishing rights to all the things that they have because they need to fund the funnel of game pass so ultimately it's really just going to come down to microsoft it's going to benefit microsoft more then embrace are actually um, owning those companies, in my opinion. So I do think something's going to happen. And are they going to end up with all those squaring All those studios are they going to end up with Square? With um, with uh, Crystal Dynamics are they going to end up with? Um, I think they're going
0: to end up with both of them because they're already working with so? both of them. Yeah. So I, I yeah, think in so many ways yeah. they are. Yeah. As long as like things work out correctly, like if the 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 two studios don't work well together, then probably they probably won't do it. Um, if they do work well together, then it's just kind of like a no-brainer at that, at that point. Right. And then you could probably spend a little bit more, make sure you get that uh, Tomb Raider IP, that Deus Ex yeah. IP. Um, and then um, for Microsoft, as, as some some of the fans, maybe like that would turn into potentially Idols Montreal doing another Marvel game, which is something that a lot of Xbox fans have been hoping they would get from Xbox first party, but it just doesn't seem like there is a first party that's either suited for one yet, or has decided to take on on take one on yet. But like they've already did Guardians of the Galaxy, and it was a very good game, so you know they're capable of doing that. It's in their wheelhouse. So I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, but moving on, cause I know that we gotta we gotta we gotta uh, short show today uh moving on we're, we're gonna be talking about nvidia <laughs>
1: Ooh,
0: nvidia <laughs> Nvidia! oh boy so nvidia is out here um doing the most so to to kind of like i know we got some of our audience doesn't really care for pc stuff so like I'll, yeah i'll i will I will like make this as I'll no, give us a summary. No, I'm gonna make it painful, but I'm gonna give us a summary. I, I want everyone to understand what we're talking about. So the way you see Sony being the dominant company and platform in the console market, just imagine if Sony had double the the market share that they currently have. And even less competition than than what they have from Microsoft and Nintendo. And essentially, that's what NVIDIA has in the GPU PC market. They have over a little over 70% of market share. Uh, and it's gotten to the point now where they basically just price things however they want. And it doesn't seem to matter because people buy it anyway. Which is interesting because AMD when it comes to just straight rendering game, uh, the games with their GPUs, rasterization, as it's called, they're actually very competitive on the high-end side with NVIDIA, but people don't buy AMD. They buy NVIDIA. And, and I think, and, and this is my theory here, so, 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 you know, follow me, Forte, on this. I'm listening. I think it doesn't make sense unless you are a content creator like, you, like yourself and myself to really go with NVIDIA think about it if AMD is cheaper and gives you competitive almost same performance like what's, and on the mid and low low end for GPUs they outperform them routinely for cheaper, what is the purpose of going with NVIDIA if you're not a content creator or unless you're going to go actually spend $1600 on a 4090 at that point, oh I understand because that's like AMD doesn't have an answer for the 49. They usually don't have an answer for the top end GPU that Nvidia comes out with but Nvidia always overprices the heck out of things and so when it comes to this 4080 when they first announced the 4080 it was $1200 but they announced two of them and the PC community exposed Nvidia for lying about the, the 12 gigabyte 4080 because it really wasn't a 4080 it had a completely different model number a model name. If you're going to say it's the same card, it would have the same model number, the same amount of cuter cores, but you made it cheaper because you gave it less memory. That's what people thought. That's what people have accepted when it came to the 3080, the 10 gigabyte 3080, and the 12 gigabyte 3080. Now you came out with a 4080 that's a 16 gigabyte and a 12 gigabyte, but they're not the same card whatsoever. So they got exposed and they unlaunched it. But when they unlaunched it, they never unlaunched the price <laughs> of no, the actual definitely... real 4080. So that's 4080 <laughs> and it, it came out today? No, yesterday? I think came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's it's selling out as we all do it would. Mm-hmm. But if you but it's smart of NVIDIA to make sure they got that out when they did. Because they couldn't have it come out around the same time as a- AMD's already revealed 7900 XTX because that's a $1,000, $200 cheaper than the 4080. And, you know, we don't have the benchmarks, but if you look at the, like, the specs of it, more than likely, it's going to be like the same performance as the 4080. Maybe right. a little bit less or maybe, maybe a Hague Man might, m- might be with, you know, better drivers a little bit better. Than the forty eighty, but regardless, that forty eighty is probably not going to be two hundred dollars better than the 7900 XTX. So, say when do you think Nvidia is finally going to get like?
1: <laughs> they finally going the to hand actually hand compete, test.
0: you know? Because like they <laughs> they never get no. nothing happens to them. Of course. They price things like this because people buy it, and then it's like mm. like there's never a, they have no need to drop their prices to be more reasonable when everyone's buying it. So, what do you think that's actually going to happen, or the people actually would give AMD a shot when AMD gives their cards away, basically? Oh, that ain't never happening, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, that, that's that's when look, man, I'm with like it's like okay, put it this way. I do believe that AMD has cornered the market when it comes to CPUs. I think... I think the, the age old thing where you need an Intel CPU at all times to do everything, even to play games, I think that's out the window because I think AMD has done a great job in marketing their CPUs and their price and performance for what they actually do. And then they also allow you to be able to move forward on new, on, on newer generation platforms with new motherboards and new chipsets and use all your older stuff so you can still use AM4 on AM5 you know they allow you to do that where nvidia when they change generations they change everything you got to be able to you got to upgrade everything to do it so i think they cornered the market when it comes to that they gotten a lot better uh fo- a, a foothold on the cpu market yeah. i don't think they're ever going to get the gpu one you, you know, it's, t- I, it's I, too I, many I, it's too many people that just default to amd forever. i mean to nvidia for everything just it because it doesn't
0: make any sense especially look most of yeah. y'all are not content creators. Right so, exactly. And, and 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 most of you don't play with ray tracing on. So uh, although DLSS, the super their, their DLS is is superior to FSR, but like without that, FSR isn't bad. FSR two point is, is pretty good. Like it's it's not as good as DLSS two uh, two point one and DLSS three isn't even really ready for prime time like that because it's, it's asserting fake frames and they, they and they don't make the image better. But like, if you're, if I this is what I think, Forte. I think there's a lot of people that want to be content creators. They want to be streamers. They want to do all the kind of stuff that makes having superior software that Nvidia has necessary. But. They aren't and, and this is, I'm not trying to get mean here or anything, but the 90% of the people that are content creators, 90% of them are screaming to nobody. That's true. 90% of them are putting in a ton of work, rendering videos to upload to YouTube through DaVinci Resolve. Sony Vegas Pro, uh, 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 Adobe Premiere—they're spending all this money on stuff, and nobody's watching it. Mm-hmm. Not to say that, like, I got to the people watching me—I'm I'm not saying that—but like, what I am saying <laughs> is that, like, when I was on Twitch, when I first started with Twitch, I made, I made uh, associate. That's the associate. I can't remember what it is. Not partner. I think it's so affiliate. My bad, that's affiliate. I made affiliate in like two months or less. It was pretty quickly. There are a lot of people, the vast majority of people on Twitch can't even make affiliate. But these are the people that will buy NVIDIA's tools and buy their GPUs when they're probably just better off just going AMD bro that's true I mean am I am I off base by saying that like I'm not saying give up on your dreams or anything but you're spending a lot of extra money without getting any of that actual benefit that comes from that you know Orte? yeah I'm here No, I, I, oh. I, I'm, I'm saying like I, I was just kind of clarifying do you agree oh, with no, me no, or am I no. am I off base with that no i think you're 100 on
1: basis but i also think people just once again it's like you go with the joneses uh, you know everybody everybody talks about nvidia everybody say it's the gaming cpu everybody say it's the best CPU. i mean that cpu gpu for everything that you want is like your one-stop shop for the gpu and let's be real nvidia even kind of promotes that to an extent I just think ultimately oh, absolutely. Until... It's the reason
0: why every time they reveal a new GPU they make sure to segment some time there for uh for this kind of stuff oh look we got look we're, we're now look as a streamer we got NVIDIA voice so that like background noise this doesn't co- show up in your stream we got this we got that because they know the people out there they want to do those things and they're gonna they can get people to buy them over AMD because they put a lot of time into to make sure that stuff works and it is work is better it works yeah but at the same time it's like you you putting all this work into your production and I'm not saying you shouldn't put work into your production you absolutely should like how do you else do you expect to grow an audience if you don't put like you know quality work in but I think people should put more quality work into not streaming and not saying an entire word the entire time you're streaming. A lot of people, the reason why you aren't getting growing your platform as a content creator isn't because of the fact that you chose a- NVIDIA over, I mean AMD over NVIDIA. It's because your 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 videos aren't good. You're not consistent with your content or you're a streamer who doesn't have a great personality sorry to say it and you're not great at a game just just keep it up but there are there's this there's look at the streamers that have big platforms Mm -hmm. there's something that you're always going to see with it one if you're if you're a girl and there's some girls that are hot right and then you can you see and you check out the stream and you know why the people are there they suck at games but they're hot <laughs> so that's what it but they're, they're at least they're playing games i will give them that right
1: yep that's true
0: there are other there are other whether there be men or women streamers who have great personality very mm-hmm. personable very engaging and they engage with their chat. And it doesn't matter if they're good with, at, at playing a game or not. The people are there for them, so it doesn't matter what they play. It could be a variety streamer playing whatever. People are there to see their reactions to things. And then you get the other streamer that like <laughs> presentation's trash. They don't have like any kind of setup. They haven't put any time of work in. That's but, true. But they are epic. They may be cheating. Who knows? But they're epic at a particular game. (laughs) And people show up to see superior dominating gameplay. And they provide that. I think that's like a Shroud. Like I think Shroud is. is, is is awful at everything. He he's mean to his audience. He he doesn't like he spends a lot of time just being quiet and just playing the game. I've seen a lot of streamers that are like that. They barely say a daggone word. But if they're awesome at a game, people will watch that because you're destroying everyone, and they want to know how you do it and get better. Mm-hmm. If you don't, ha- if you don't check any of those boxes, it doesn't matter what software you're running. It doesn't matter if you got a forty ninety. It doesn't matter if you're streaming in four K, fourteen forty p, sixty fps. It doesn't matter what you're streaming in. Anybody watching? You're boring.
1: <laughs> you're boring. I love slow mo. Like you're Look, boring.
0: You're, you're, I'm trying to help people, like. Like, hey, look. Even if even if you're streaming to nobody, you're boring. No, 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 no. I'm saying if you if you're streaming to nobody, let's say you're playing the game, talk, talk to yourself, show your personality, so that when someone does show up, they see someone that they may actually want to watch the streams, right don't mm. not say anything because there's nobody in the chat that doesn't make it or, or actually look at your chat one of my friends who, yeah, I, he wants to be a streamer I show up to his screen the man don't even see no I'm in there for till like 15 minutes I'm sending him text messages like hey yo you want to look at your chat bro <laughs> she's like well I want to look at my chat You want to grow your audience. Damn. Like, like I just, there are free ways to grow your, your platform that have nothing to do with you buying an expensive GPU from NVIDIA. What's up? All right. That's, that's ran over. I'm sorry. I, I I just, I just, I just had to say that, but. No,
1: I mean that's that, but that's the that's the dream for some people. They feel like being able to have the top tier stuff is what they kind of need to do in order to stand out from other people. It's just like think about it. It's just like you know YouTube. You feel some people feel like they gotta have the best mic or have a or have a or have a really good camera or or really good gameplay or something like that in order to make it on YouTube. I watch people literally make it on YouTube by using their phone as a camera and having the and using their phone as the microphone it doesn't matter if you're good if you got a personality people will watch you because every because trust me let's be let's be for real about this there is everybody has an audience it's just do are you willing to put the work in to get the audience that's right for you and i think yeah. people kind of don't you know they miss that part of it and stuff so
0: yeah like i i uh, i follow a lot of people on twitch and YouTube, um, a lot of people in the community I'm cool with. I, I I'm sub to all you guys, or I follow all you guys, and I and I, I like to engage with you guys when you're streaming or you're you're doing your podcast or whatever, right? Um, on Twitch, I follow uh, uh, the people I follow that aren't in this community. I follow people who are excellent at playing a particular game that I'm interested in, or mm-hmm. I follow people who have a great personality and their streams are mad fun. That. I don't care if you look like a gorilla or if you look like a supermodel if you don't doing one of those two things i got nothing for you you do nothing for me like i i if i want to look at like something amazing um um I, I, i'll just go upstairs and hang out with my wife because she's, she's she's freaking beautiful other than that like when i check out a stream i don't care if your titties are hanging out or if you better be having your titties hanging out and you get you got a, a 4.0 kd and, and Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Because if your KD is a I don't care. Like and maybe that's just me. And there's clearly some guys out there that just like, hey, look, hey, the, the the cleavage is better than the fact that she sucks at every game she plays. But I think a vast majority of people will rather see both. and preferably that you actually are somewhat decent in a game and that you're not like basically stuck on the same part of a game for what you know three times the amount of time it should take you to beat it because you're just terrible at playing games or they don't want to deal with someone where they go walk into the, the stream and they're and they don't like you're not even acknowledged someone, a new person joins your stream, acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Texas Wrangler 4045, what's up, bro? Oh well, man, Texas. What, 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 whatever, whatever your name is, glad to have <laughs> you. Like, appreciate you, bro. Hello. Like that, that's free. That's free shoes, you know. I'm not gonna charge you thousand dollars like Nvidia to give you <laughs> to help you. <laughs> Get your get your stuff up, man. It's just look at this with it. Like, I've been even talking like I'm a massive streamer. Like I said, I, I, I only hit Twitch affiliate. And I'm not a partner on Twitch, nor do I wanna be, because partners don't get any more benefits than affiliates. And or and all of that for all that extra Extra time in that you gotta put in, it's just not worth it. But regardless of that Just don't spend <laughs> like yes nvidia is superior for recording i think nvidia shadow play is the best gameplay recording software out there it's the best method of recording gameplay this game that i'm playing i'm showing right now is the first Ascendant Luda shooter made by a uh, korean developer nexon and it's what you're seeing is is almost lossless when lossless means it's like there's no drop in the quality of what was actually seen to what's recorded, it's it's nearly there. It lo- what you're viewing is almost like maybe 98% of what I actually saw when I played it. If you anyone has ever messed with external capture cards, uh, none of them can pro- really provide that. Uh, the closest you get is like an internal pc capture card like a live gamer uh 4k uh abramedia card that does does really well uh could give you close to that experience but it's just it's not the same Nvidia is awesome with that stuff so I'm not saying they're overrated absolutely not that stuff is not overrated it's the best but if you can't afford it AMD also has encoders <laughs> okay <laughs> It's not as good, but it'll get the job done. You know, like don't whatever. Move on. Um NVIDIA is tripping. That's all I gotta say. And I and I, I hope I hope AMD can actually provide something next month where they are are handily outperforming NVIDIA and can be a bit more competitive and maybe next time NVIDIA drops more GPUs. They're not price in the heck out of us. You ready to move on, man?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, listen, I think in general, it ultimately just comes down to just because everyone says it's the best or everybody likes it doesn't mean that you have to follow along with that sentiment. You, you can actually try new things out and see if it's actually better. And I think if more people did that, they would kind of realize that AMD is not that bad.
0: <laughs> so moving on moving on let's talk about this phil spencer interview whoopsie that, that is, interview that is not the right one hold up sorry May have nope. a there. uh um the phil spencer interview he did an interview with decoder the verge and this interview was like uh it was pretty long like, it took me a while to get through it it was a but, long interview bro um, it's a good and, interview, though. Yeah, but he he said a lot of things. Some of them I am I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I was kind of annoyed with Phil Spencer in this interview. I'm fine with him saying again and kind of you know conceding to look, look, whatever PlayStation wants for Call of Duty is fine. Mm-hmm. Right. He said in the interview, he's like, Look, look. Freaking Candy Crush makes more money then activision and blizzard okay so yeah, Call of Duty isn't really what i can't like like I, we need that king we need mm-hmm. that over here that's gonna what is gonna really help us and and i i am all like i've been I, we all acknowledge that we all we've been
1: acknowledged this a long time ago when it first happened we said this is the reason they're doing it
0: <laughs> yeah that's it i'm a little annoyed with a few things uh oh. Here we tell you we the go. first thing I was annoyed with. Yeah, so, I'm gonna hear it. I'm showing Redfall right now, right? Redfall mm-hmm. gameplay. They talk he talked about how in the past in the past they have released games too early. And how like Redfall needed to be delayed and as well as Starfield. To, to make sure that those games were ready and that the, the developers were comfortable and blah 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 and I'm reading that and I'm like although that's true when are you talking about the game you have recognized that you released games too early mm-hmm. are you talking about State of K2 Are you talking about Sea of Thieves? These games came out in 2018, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Or are you talking about freaking Halo Infinite that came out last year? When did you get this epiphany that you've released games too early? Because, frankly, you've been doing it for forever, and you did it last year. So what's up? Because, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I've heard this before. I feel like I've heard them talk about, well, we, should, we probably shouldn't have released Crackdown 3 like we did. Or oh, right. oh, we probably shouldn't have released um, State of the K2, a buggy mess. It's like. It's a lot of things they shouldn't have done. <laughs> right, right. Oh, shout out to Corey Hale for the $30 super chat. here's to a great rest of the show, fellas. Got a dip. We'll catch on the restream. Appreciate you, Corey. Have a great night, sir. Yeah, appreciate you, Corey, man. Have a good night, bro go buy just, Pokemon tomorrow or or not or, or save your money you know whatever, whatever you want to do sir
1: <laughs>
0: but I, annoyed majorly annoyed with that because I'm like you did that recently like you, you released Halo Infinite Halo Infinite should have been coming out right now it should have came out this week when you actually had campaign co-op available that's when the game should have came out, not not last year, with bare bones everything, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and and it not working well on multiple platforms. That's not when it should have came out. So I'm I'm just that that annoyed me. I was I was annoyed. You <laughs> was annoyed. Now, I can tell you annoyed. Bruh, i just i i don't i don't i don't get it i don't it let me let's um the second thing was so actually let me let me took some screenshots because like i wanted to make sure that like i got all of this out uh before I get into that, what are your thoughts about Phil saying, admitting that they released games too early? What are your thoughts on that?
1: So, I think. See, this is the thing. I Phil has a, a uh, he has a willingness to be honest about a lot of things that he probably shouldn't be honest about. I think he's at a certain point now where they're just looking at the... He's, he's just looking at the scenario, and he's like, listen, y'all, they had to release these games. Even if they didn't want to release them on time, I think, like, think about Halo. I don't think halo should not have released with a release but Mm -hmm. i think it was tied to a deadline of a 20th anniversary you know how i feel about that they they wanted to sell mugs and everything plus they wanted to have a game that was going to launch somewhat within reason of the xbox series x and s releasing so they released the game and said we'll fix it along the way same thing happened with games like crackdown and all of these other games that they basically had all of these issues with day one state of decay issues day one it's just like i think they felt like people are willing to wait for this stuff but i also think that they were taking advantage of their player base a little bit and i think at this point they know that they're going to have content content's not going to be a problem for microsoft in the future when it comes to xbox the quality is still is what's in question right now and i think right now he's really talking to the point like the listen y'all we 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 messed up when it comes to stuff like that but it still doesn't change the fact that dude microsoft needs to do a lot better in what they were doing before and i think he's acknowledging that but i think they're just being really really super honest because they just First of all, they're still dealing with this ABK deal. So I think everything that they say, you can kind of take it a grain of salt. I do think they're being very transparent in their attentions and what they're doing with all of this. But I do think that a lot of this stems from the fact that Microsoft over the course of the last generation and a half has literally taken advantage of their player base and i think that's where phil spencer and all these different conversations these comments are coming from because we know it they're just finally acknowledging it you know for everybody to hear because guess what they know that they have the content you know they know they got the content in the pipeline they just need to finally release that content in the pipeline and i think that's where they're actually sitting at right now
0: I'm i'm gonna quote something that phil spencer said from this this interview but this is it. in hindsight when you look at a game like starfield it's taken so long and so much investment in new ip from the team the decision mm-hmm. to give the team the time to build the game that they feel they should be building is just the right thing to do but what about halo infinite <laughs> what your about flagship it flagship mascot your flagship ip for xbox period you didn't give that the time that it needed, and that was in development for just as long, if not longer, than Starfield. So again, what's good? Because I'm just, <laughs> I, I I don't I see the inconsistencies. What I'm saying i do i do want to comment
1: off of what rob said rob the don because you know he's amazing i'm gonna want to answer him directly he says no forte i think microsoft proper said no more money and it was tied to the financial quarter i do think that is part of the reason that they did that but i also think that's that's part of the reason why microsoft is in the situation they're in because i think that microsoft before that didn't want to spend that money he knows that that's not the situation they're in no more. But it still doesn't change the fact that Microsoft and Phil Spencer are still one. Even if he had a hard time getting money from Terry Myerson back in 2011 all the way to 2014 before they let him and kick rocks with his butt. It's still on the ledger that that happened And game. And not all gamers know that. We just know that. There's been a drought when it comes to quality. We know there's been a drought when it comes to games. And Phil Spencer is um, is really talking about that, um, honestly, I guess. But in general, it just ultimately comes back to no matter what, Microsoft, no matter who you want to blame, it's all Microsoft. It can be the fact that Microsoft in general said, we don't want to give you the money, but it's still something that they had to deal with.
0: um okay so yeah let me let, we, we can move on from that part we can move on from that part I want to talk now about uh his uh his response to the interviewer about I, I'm gonna quote uh something that he said about the Activision deal so he said uh interviewer said you're buying the candy crush company people think about it as call of duty or whatever but you're buying candy crush and he said absolutely in addition the number that's not in the candy crush slash king number is call of duty mobile and diablo mobile which are big franchises that exist in the activision and blizzard bucket there are also major players on phones. Yes, the idea that Activision is all about Call of Duty on console. Yep. It's a construct that might get created by our console competitor and maybe some players out there. So the interviewer responded to that last part and said, you mean Sony, by the way. You don't mean Nintendo. You mean Sony. And he said, I haven't heard Nintendo send in any complaints about the deal. Yeah. So he's talking about Sony. Yeah, Sony is yeah, making the whole thing about Call of Duty, which frankly i'm not for them really... it is all about call of duty for them it is because what do they care about king like that, they're, they're not big in the mobile market neither is nintendo This nintendo doesn't care um they care about call of duty because call of duty sells uh the most on their platform every year and they want to make sure that like or try to make sure that that stays that way uh, they're getting the same amount of money they were getting before from it um, after the fact, which you know, of course, things are going to change. You're not getting the marketing anymore. You're not going to be able to stop it from going into Game Pass, no matter how much you try, and all those things are going to affect the amount of people that are going to be buying it on PlayStation. I'm saying everyone's going to leave PlayStation for it. That's not realistic, but you're going to get some people who will leave. But all right. I wasn't annoyed with his response with that. That's what I expect. That's what think other people have been saying. What I what I. Was annoyed with was Phil, so like it's like I, I'm, I'm gonna find the exact quote, but there was like the way he was speaking about make, give providing PlayStation with what they wanted. He was speaking as if he's always spoke spoke in this manner. Mm-hmm. He's always been willing to give them whatever they wanted, but. Back in January, you only offered them three years. And you reiterated only a few months ago, you were only offering three years. Which, I understand, you can't offer it in perpetuity forever. It doesn't make any sense. Their lawyers wouldn't allow that. And I don't think any regulatory committee is going to demand that. That doesn't make any sense. But the, the tone now is not the tone that you had earlier like you were always saying hey we want to make sure it stays stays on we have the intent the desire to make sure it stays on PlayStation but when you actually talk to them it wasn't quite the same so it's just it's I guess it's like not gaslighting I wouldn't say I wouldn't go that far but it's like this attempt to kind of like make it seem as if well I've always been speaking this way when you really haven't you know what, what, what are your thoughts on that?
1: think you know they okay so he he even talked I mean, part of him, he even talked about you know the game pass lane and stuff talking about you know what their thoughts on that is and where it's going i just think at this point phil spencer's just like okay so you're not gonna just come out and just say you know verbatim even though we always wish they did just say verbatim what exactly they were thinking i think this is just Phil Spencer unfiltered. He's like, okay, everybody, no matter what I say, people think this is what our intentions are. Let me tell you what our true intentions are. I just think at this point, that's just the kind of place that they're in. You know, they have to like qualify every little thing they want to do when it comes to ABK and, and that's okay but i think in general that he's just tired of this being a consistent conversation i mean if you watch the video you can literally see in his face like when they ask is like oh my god come on guys this is like literally something that we always talk about and to be honest it just ultimately comes back to the conversation that microsoft hasn't been I think they've been very consistent in their thoughts on what they were going to do with the ABK franchise. When it comes to call of duty, they I think in his mind, they clarified that enough by saying that call of duty is going to be on PlayStation. They talked about their desire to keep it on PlayStation. But I think the biggest thing is people just didn't get a chance to hear exactly what they truly mean by that like okay we're not going to sign a contract in perpetuity to say you're getting this game is going to always be on your platform because guess what things do change remember they did say thing he's like you know things are going to charlie to change and we want to make sure that we have the flexibility to do that now is that going to sound good in a press release right when they say it if he comes out and says it in that direct way then people are still gonna question like, oh my God, PlayStation isn't gonna have Call of Duty long-term. So no matter what he says, it's gonna be a conversation that people are gonna to wanna to have consistently all the time. And I think right now he's just at that point where he's like, okay, you know what? When this deal goes through, because I still believe this deal will go through. When it does go through, this is what we intend to do with, that, with the franchise going forward. And I think right now you're getting kind of the unfiltered version of him. And he's just tired of answering these questions over and over and over again. And I do agree with you to the point where you keep saying that it's kind of it's not gaslighting, but it's like you're saying that you were saying this stuff all the time. I just think he wasn't saying it as definitive as he's saying it right now these are like absolutions he's putting out there right now and that's that's completely different than what a lot of people were expecting him to say in the uh, in the you know say in the past because it's not exactly that he he's, he's literally definitively saying what we will do he, with this franchise doing, going
0: forward he's doing his job yeah and um um he's doing his job and I understand that Jim Ryan and PlayStation are also doing their job. And so I'm not like trying to defend some PlayStation and Sony and Jim Ryan here. But I, if you, if you put yourself in their shoes, right in this interview, he keeps going back to Minecraft. Okay. He keeps talking about how this is like Minecraft. I didn't sign a contract with them to keep Minecraft. On PlayStation, so why do I need to sign a contract? That's true. Keep... He didn't. Oh, wait, 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 no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. But why do I need to sign a contract to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation? Well, one, you offered the contract. Just you offer, already offered the contract. So why are you saying why do I need to do a contract when you've already offered that?
1: Well, I think in his mind, he didn't even. That was something that was. Well, you got to remember too. I think because there's already a contract in place with Call of Duty. I think that was him trying to bridge the bridge the the gap with them by saying, "Okay, you know, to kind of settle your nerves, we're willing to extend this contract out." Because I don't even think it was just but no, the fact no. That he wasn't. Them a no, that's
0: not. They're not extending the exclusive deal. No, 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 no,
1: no, no. They're just talking about the con- just exclusive, like making a new contract where they're basically saying, "Well, after this, after your initial contract with Activision runs out, we want to give you a three extra years on top of that, or we, what he said, a few years, where the game is still going to be on your platform." I think that's where the conversation is right
0: now. Okay. Th- this is what I'm saying about. Okay, look, we have to look at things in context, right? True. So when back in 2016, I think it was 2015 and 2016, when they acquired Mojang and bought the Minecraft IP, Sony called them like This is actually in a, in a, a article where he talks about how he got called by Sony and was like, are you pulling it off our platform? And he said, no, we're keeping it on there. And they, and they trusted and believed his word on that now why i think they don't quite trust and believe his word on this is it because call of duty makes so much more money than than like look minecraft makes a s a, a, a ton of money i think it makes almost
1: pro- probably just not on a yearly basis but annually i think minecraft is up there with everything else
0: yeah i i don't know if if it's like um, how much else uh, I think dot, well, well dot,
1: Minecraft sells more than just games. That's what I mean. They make more. I think when it comes to revenue, when it not revenue, but when it comes to like just I don't think it may, I don't think it generates. Of Call of Duty.
0: I, well, uh, yeah, but like another. I don't think it generates overall more than Call of Duty, but whatever. That's no, not really I don't the think point. That either. Um, Doctor Doctor Seraficus the chest that Sony did sign a contract to have Minecraft on PlayStation. Doctor Seraficus, this is read the article. Phil Spencer says he didn't have to do a contract for Minecraft. Read the article with the Verge. I'm not going to argue with you about this. This is what he's saying. So he said he didn't have to do a contract for Minecraft. So why should he have to do a contract for Call of Duty? The difference between 2015 and 2023 is ZeniMax Media. Now, I don't think Sony would doubt Phil Spencer on Call of Duty when he says it's like Minecraft. If... Zenimax Media was like Minecraft. The Zenimax Media is not like Minecraft. Zenimax Media, Bethesda, all their games, Arcane, its software, Machine Games, Bethesda in house, Zenimax Soft, all that stuff from Zenimax Media. Now, going forward, because they got Ghostwire Tokyo out, is only going to be, as Phil Smith said, where game pass is so of course if your latest acquisition shows that you are willing to remove IP from their platform they're going to doubt what you're going to do with this acquisition and just taking your word for it, who, who, who? Can, who can, you, you, nothing is legally binding with your word, so of course they want a contract. Like I'm just, I'm not def- trying to be a pony here or something or defend Sony. I'm just looking at it realistically from someone from, from their perspective. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't took your word for it if this was always how you handled things. But it's not always how you handle things. And what is... And and people actually did believe that when they acquired Bethesda, it was going to be like Minecraft. Because that was like people like Colin Moriarty and like plenty of people out there in the industry was like, yeah, man, it's just going to be like Minecraft. Those games are going to... Elder Elder Scrolls is going to stay on PlayStation. Fallout Mm -hmm. 6 is going to be on PlayStation. Starfield is going to be on PlayStation. Why would right. they remove it all? But they did. Right. And they didn't tell you they did, that they were going to do it, until the deal officially closed. Until regulators signed off on it. So, of course, now, when you're talking about an even bigger company, the biggest publisher that's out there, with a game that sells the most on their platform, they want a little bit more than Uncle Phil's word for it. And my being... I out of the line with saying that. Am I being like if I'm am I being unfair and saying like that makes sense to me? I mean like forte, what do you am I off base?
1: No, oh, I think you I think you're on it. I just think once again, I just think this I think this overall acquisition has humbled a lot of people. A lot of people. I think Sony never thought they would ever see a situation where their number one IP that they partner with that brings in the most revenue yearly to them would ever be in a situation like this. And I think Phil Spencer is in a situation where he has to answer. I mean, there's more scrutiny against him right now for something they don't even own. than the conversation that happens with their first one. Cause I feel like he, get, he kind of gets taken off to of the hook. When it comes to the first title offerings just for the fact that they're still developing and a lot of the a lot of the uh, studios they purchase are still in the process of making those games or they already released a game that wasn't under them so they get a little bit of pass on that i just think we're that's that's where i think they are right now but in general i think you're 100 right it just ultimately comes down to What's that direction? What the direction of where these studios and where Phil Spencer goes you, you, in the future with
0: all this? You're what? kind of being the pony slow-mo. I don't know if he's joking or not, but I'm not being a pony by saying I understand why they won't take his word for it. And I don't understand how anyone when it comes to business would ever say you should take someone's word for it in business. Mm-hmm. Not only would you not do that, your own personal life Let, let's say you, you work you, you work at a job right and they say yeah we're going to promotion you. mm-hmm. or you're going to get a raise trust me take my work it's going to happen okay just not right now we're going to get it we're going to get it but it's not going to happen right now but we, 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 we got you do you trust that or mm-hmm. that just, if question. i'm going to get a raise I want to see something tangible that I can relate to. That if I don't get this raise, I can point to this and say, "You told me I was getting the raise." Who who buys a car and doesn't get get the uh, the uh, the title? Who buys a house and doesn't get the deed to the house? Mm-hmm. Nobody does business and does anything with money and doesn't get any assurances to it. So this idea that like you 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 must be a fanboy by by saying you don't trust someone's word for it when literally as an adult you shouldn't be doing that in your personal life or professional life. Come on.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can't disagree with you on that. One. Like,
0: come the freak on. Like, I, I expect better from the ten percenters. Okay, let me just say, I expect better. <laughs> you guys should know should know better with that. Like, this isn't even like difficult. You, you want some assurances, and I think realistically, they understand they gotta give some assurances. I think uh, uh, some of the annoyance that you see from Phil Spencer in his interviews that he's tired of talking about the same way we're tired of talking about it. As we said, oh, absolutely. But all that said, we're not gonna act like someone should just take his word for it. That's ridiculous. So like let's 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 what do let's you, get beyond so that. So what what do you do you think so what do you think the direction is from here? The direction is from here is that I think that they are like they are seeing how this is going and how everything is going into phase two with some of the bigger markets and they're looking at the timetable and they have other things they want to get to. They know but, that like Sony if they acquire another studio, Sony is gonna to scream to the high heaven, see See what they're doing, which is all negotiations, right? Hey,
1: why Embracer? I think Embracer did what they why they had yeah, to exactly. Embracer. Did what they did,
0: but like, you don't know how long, like, studios that you may want to acquire, not just uh, uh, Crystal Dynamics and Adelos Montreal. It could be a Sobo. It could be you know, mm-hmm. what if a Sobo is going through some financial straits right now? You know, like, and, but you want to acquire them, and you could just handle all that you don't want them going to like EA or or Tencent and then now it's like making it like they got plans and they want to get this they don't want this to be off schedule they expect they said they expected this deal to be completed before the the uh the fiscal year is up that would be June of next year if things starts happening where like they're going into phase 3s or like one of the regulatory committees comes back and says we need you to do a couple of things they just like hey look we ain't, we ain't about that like i'm gonna quote phil spencer right here this is what he said native call of duty on playstation not linked to them having to carry game pass or streaming if they want a streaming version of call of duty we can do that as well just like we do on our own consoles there's nothing behind my back call of duty modern warfare 2 is doing great on playstation and on xbox so, we'll, so will so with the next game and the next and the next Native on the platform, not having to subscribe to Game Pass. Sony does not have to take Game Pass with their platform to make that happen. There's nothing mm-hmm. hidden. We want to continue to ship Call of Duty on PlayStation without any kind of weird aha. I figured out the gotcha. He is basically now saying, Hey, look, whatever it takes. Yeah. Now still, that's an interview. And even and even this interviewer said, It's great that you're saying that to me. But sony can't legally hold you responsible for what you said in the interview and yeah. phil's response to that was like hey, look i'm a software engineer i'm not a lawyer which to me was just like bro that ain't the answer <laughs> if you really want to get this done i mean but
1: only, the only way that's going to get done is by it, him signing his name exact, on the line get, stuff
0: get some years make it five years then. If they will, if three isn't enough, make it five. Whatever. But if you want to get the deal done... But do you, you think
1: Sony's going to sign that deal for five years? That's still not... You
0: can't give week. up the house because we know some of the things that Sony wants ain't happening. Like, Sony that, well, wants... So, Sony that. wants the marketing. You ain't getting the marketing. It's not happening. Sony wants it to not be in Game Pass. Sorry. It ain't happening. Like, Dude, that now, that, some of that could be cap, Some of that could be negotiations. As I said before on the show, when you negotiate, sometimes you ask for things you really don't want just so that later on you can pretend like you're actually losing something by giving it up to actually make sure you get things that you want. So that it could be negotiations. They, they could be playing the game with that. That's it. They're not getting everything. They ain't going to give up everything. And, frankly, I think it would be a deal breaker for them if a, re- a regulatory committee came to them and said, you can't put this in Game Pass. They'd be like, "Whatever, we're suing," or "What well, they're, they're, they're going to go to the next? Or we're going to appeal, but we we wouldn't have it in Game Pass. You can you could bet the, bet the house on that. Like they can't give them any and everything they want, and they shouldn't right. because they're they the shouldn't. ones that's buying it. Sony whining about what they want and don't want. Who who gives a crap? You ain't got the money to spend on it, and you ain't spending on it. So <laughs> you don't get to tell them what they're gonna do with something that they own. That said, if you wanna get this deal done and not have it held up and not have other things that you're working on held up, go ahead and g- just get it out of the way other uh, the things that you're willing to give to get this thing over with. So yeah, look man, Um uh Black Mamba says you realize Microsoft has a say in the Nvidia arms deal being blocked when it impacts of the entire industry. Yes, third party should be uh should have a say. Absolutely. Third party should have a say. Although literally the only party, the only company and on this deal that has any issue with it is Sony, their main competitor and in regards to the Nvidia arms deal. Um that was a bit different than this, as far as like if you look at like Xbox's position, Microsoft Gaming's position. They talked about how they're seventh on PC, they're third in consoles, they're they're non-existent in mobile. That's very different than Nvidia. It, um, it's as I mentioned earlier, we were talking about Nvidia. Nvidia has double the kind of market share that PlayStation has in the console market. They have seventy over seventy percent of the market share in the GPU PC market. If they would have got the arms deal, you're, it, it is they would have owned like an entire level of distribution for how GPUs are even sold. Yeah, that that couldn't happen. It makes sense why that why that deal got nixed. This deal mm-hmm. doesn't this isn't anything like that. This shouldn't be getting nixed. Like, this isn't, when people are out there shouting Monopoly, they don't know what the heck they talked about. This isn't a Monopoly. Period. It's not. Um, oh, he said he was responding to our rhymes. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine, Bye-bye. but You're good, man. Uh, we, we talked about this too He's long. he
1: jumping down my throat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we talked about this too long. All I'm saying is that, like, I understand Phil's frustrations. I get it. You're tired of talking about this. We're, t- we're tired of hearing you talk about it and discuss it as well. That said, like we can't be, we can't be pretending like you've been on the same energy the entire time. You haven't. You can't be pretending like 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 Zemax Media didn't happen, and that oh hey look I did it for Minecraft. So what's the problem? It ain't no. It's it's not like that. Like you you have to in context. Like in the real world, when people see you do something different, they're gonna change. They're gonna expect it from now. They're gonna fight you on it because they saw what they, they didn't fight you on it. They saw what you did after everything worked out. So they're trying to make sure you're not snatching Call of Duty off their platform well, once it's all not, said and done.
1: Well, it's not like they. I mean, I guess you're talking about the Bethesda stuff, there
0: Yes, because they didn't fight with them in and in, in the reg- in 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 the whole this whole process on that probably thinking it was going to be like minecraft and it wasn't so now you're doing another acquisition and you're like like in the context of everything it's like it didn't work out the way we thought it was last time so now we're gonna fight you a little bit
1: well i think it was mostly due to the fact that they didn't like remember sony called microsoft about minecraft and i don't think sony cared too much about the bethesda stuff I don't think it hit it. I don't think it hit home for them enough because the thing is I'm, I'm,
0: I'm not saying they care too much what I'm saying is that it, it shows a a pattern and they do care about call of Duty. and the last publisher you acquired you made everything exclusive so now you acquiring another publisher now we need to talk about this because like before when it was minecraft we, was, we were shocked you acquired a publisher but we, we thought it was going to be like minecraft now you've acquired a b- even bigger publisher that is a, it, it actually generates a significant portion of our revenue now we we, we we need to have some words that's all I'm saying is that like it, it's different it's different now yeah they should be scared and it should be it's, yeah, a lot of money exactly it's different now because you have been different you did things differently. That changes how we react to things. It's not it when did they print Minecraft? It can't be looked at in a vacuum, like 2015, 2016. Yeah, 2015, it,
1: 2016. Yeah, it was right. It's like when the made first major purchases they did when Phil Spencer
0: took over. Yeah. Right, we're gonna move on because you got like we got like 15 minutes. So let's uh let's, oh you good, man. Let's go. Let's do it. So game video game awards nominations. Uh that came out on Monday, last Monday. The video game awards show is going to be December 8th. Let uh, I th- I me see what that is. December eighth is a Thursday, so it's a it Thursday. Be oh, on... live on DPS. Yes, it's, yes, sir. We probably will go live a little early because it's going. I think it normally starts around like an hour before. You said December eighth. Yeah, it's that's your that's you. Yeah, that would be because that's three weeks out, right? Um, it normally starts at like eight, but like I think um, we usually go live beforehand. Right. Right. Uh. Let's look at the categories real quick. Um, we are definitely going to skip the eSports stuff because we, we do not <laughs> care.
1: You don't want to talk about how Coach of the Year, nope. Team of the Year,
0: nope, no, no, Mascot no, no. of the Year? Nope, not at all. So all that stuff, skipped. Uh, <laughs> let's do talk about most anticipated games. So we're going to go go through these real quick. You're going to no, see... Yeah, take your time, bro. Oh, I'm not even rush. signed in, so you're not going to see what I voted for, which is fine. Um, We got... For most anticipated game of twenty twenty three, we got Final Fantasy sixteen, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil Four, Starfield, and uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I think this is a, a shoe shoe on for Zelda. Zelda's gonna win this. Win is already won Game of the Year for twenty twenty three. Pretty much. Um, but me personally, Final Fantasy sixteen, uh, these are my most anticipated. What about you?
1: No, uh, like literally, that's a hard that's a hard one for me. I mean, Zelda's number one. I will definitely agree with that because, but I don't know what they're gonna do with Zelda. I'm really intrigued for Final Fantasy Seven. I mean, Sixteen for the stuff that I've seen already. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as it ain't fifteen, I'm happy. Uh, but Zelda, Zelda's gonna it, it's it's pretty much everybody's most anticipated game for next year.
0: Right, right. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, next category best adaptation. Okay, look, I, I, I will talk about this because I, I've seen uh three out of well three and a half. I keep falling asleep on Uncharted, so you already know I'm not going <laughs> to uh, but uh, um I've seen Sonic Sonic two, you know, decent movie. Uh Great. But these two I think is that comes down to this best adaptation, recognizing how san work that faithfully and authentically uh, adapts a video game to another entertainment medium. I think these both did that in spades. I'm going to go with Cyberpunk, though, because Cyberpunk like was, like, I mean, dead center on, like, everything that's from the game. What about you? Man, that's a tough one, man, because I
1: really like Sonic 2. Really, really like Sonic 2. Like, I like, I even, li- I like, I like how they're introducing characters even at the very end of Sonic 2. Not going to say the character they introduced, but the next one for Sonic 3. I like the way that they're even going about doing that.
0: I mean, is it authentic
1: to the video game? I, I the I mean well. It's kind of hard to be super authentic to the video game when you're in a real real world scenario.
0: I just well, I mean think, look, that's the name of I the think category. The, that's the, the description to the category. Yeah, yeah.
1: but I, no, no. But I'm just saying. But I think the thing. But I think outside of just environments itself, I think they are very. Okay, okay, okay. If you want to go to the letter of the law, what it's saying then it's going to be cyberpunk. I'll give you that. Yeah, or or, the, or
0: arcane. I don't know how faithful Arcane is because I don't play League of Legends, so I'm not invested in that. But I can tell, I can tell you for a fact, Plant by beating Cyberpunk 2077 twice and watching Edge Runners. Edge Runners is faithful to Cyberpunk to the fact that the Ripper Doc in the in the TV show is in the actual game, the actual character, the 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 the, um, the cybernetics and weapons. And mods that they have in the TV show are you know, things that you can actually put on your character in the game, and like all that stuff is, is. And some of the characters from the game are in the TV show. Like it's, it's important. right. Yeah. No, yeah, I,
1: I agree with that. I just think it, if 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 the if Sonic was a show or a game that had voice acting and stuff like that, where you could communicate with the characters and stuff like that. I think that's kind of where the disconnect is because is, is it, there's a lot of stuff based in the world of like what they have in Sonic, like the coins, I mean the rings and the, the characters and the the tropes that they put in there. Uh, I think Jim Carrey plays an amazing doctor, the Robotnik. I think it's really, really cool. But I think in general, if you want to talk about the actual adaptation from video game to show, Cyberpunk's
0: gonna win. Yeah, and uh and Rama's the chat's like, you need to put your casual gamer hat, and not the hardcore one. I'm like, that's not even important. The the this voting that we do is not a significant vote in It's like one percent yeah, it's, it's it's less than ten percent of what yeah. the actual vote is. The people who have voting rights for the video game awards have one just one of them. Has has a more significant vote than all of us combined. So no, it doesn't matter what the casual people are gonna vote for. Of course they're gonna vote for Sonic. Most of them haven't watched any of this other stuff. But and their vote doesn't matter. Great now. Sonic's great. Now. This is why the, the 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 players' choice, community choice award, is never the game that went that wins game of the year. Last Even year was Halo win- Infinite. I mean, come on! Like, never—it's never the game. So, so, come on. Best debut indie: Neon White, Norco, Stray, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. Now, um, mm. I'm gonna go again. You gotta think about this is gaming media. I mm. mean, personally, I would Most choose of the Game Up There. I would choose tuning. Neon White. I would choose Neon White for me first because I enjoy that more than anything else that's up here. But I think what will win is Vampire Survivors. If you look at like how Games Media has been kind of gushing about yeah, it, I agree. So I would say that, uh, or Stray, considering the fact that Stray is in the Game of the Year uh, category. I have, honestly don't know why it's there. but That's just me. I, um, we can skip this. That's we we right. will.
1: We will. We will get to that. I do agree with you on Vampire Survivors, though. Content Creator of the Year, I Nebelian.
0: It. I skipped it. I skipped that.
1: Nebelian. <laughs>
0: <The> <laughs> yeah, look, man. Look. Yeah. Man. Ah, this is a good one. Best, Best multiplayer.
1: multiplayer. Oh,
0: I we already got, know what we is. got Modern Warfare Two, Multiverses, Overwatch Two, Splatoon Three, and Ninja Turtle: Shredder's So, I think, I think you pick. I, I bet you picked Multiverses, didn't you? I did pick Multiverses because Overwatch had Two is Overwatch One Point Two Five and I think Splatoon 3 is one
1: yep I agree Yep, I 100% agree 100% because I think they did things to the game to make it actually different I think they improved on the things that made Splatoon 2 great and I think they really went into the overall sack when it came to uh, just offerings for 3 now
0: this one because best sports racing I mean probably Gran Turismo 7 will win I think um What, what do you think? Uh, F122. Okay. Best sim strategy. I have not played any of these games. I will eventually sim play strategy. Sparks of Hope because I like uh, the previous Mario Rabbits game. But I, have, I, did I, have, I have no opinion really on any of these. Uh, I didn't play Dune. I, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised you haven't played
1: Spice Wars. I hear some people say they actually like it. I did play Mario Rabbits. I think that's actually really good, faithful recreation of the original one that they uh, they really fixed a lot of issues people have. Didn't play Total War, but I, so if I had to blindfold it, it would be Mario Rabbits.
0: Okay. Best family. Um, I'm Nintendo go. category. It's, it's basically the Nintendo category. They win it every year, but I'm going to go out of left field on this one. I'm gonna no. say the only non-Nintendo game that's represented up here will win. I think Lego Star Wars will win. If you look at the fact that this game is has was charted as like one of the top ten games sold all year and it came out like early this year. And mm. apparently for people who played it, they said it was very good.
1: Kirby's gonna win because it got snubbed for game of the year.
0: It, it was it didn't
1: deserve it. yeah yeah yes it did over xeno okay yeah it did absolutely Same. did yeah, it, didn't it, it did over xeno <laughs> it definitely have i'm not playing in the blade chronicle 3 i did well i didn't beat it but i played it and you played kirby yeah i i always play kirby because i have kids and they love kirby and i'm the one that got them into it i don't care i do play games other than the games, games you
0: think i play Fighting game DNF Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, The King of Fighters 15, Multiverses, and Seafood. Now, first, thing I gotta say, is I don't know why Sifu's here. This is head to head combat, which insinuates PvP. Why is Sifu getting a vote here? Sifu is a single player game. How does it win? Not a fighting game, but I feel like they just wanted to give them more nominations because they snubbed them for game of the year. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's going to be multiverse I think multiverse is one of those two Um, best role playing game I think, uh, we got Elden Ring, uh, Live Alive Pokemon Legends, Arcade, Arceus Triangle Strategy RC, whatever, Xenoblade Chronicles Um, Elden Ring Um
1: Yeah, I'll give you that Triangle Strategy ain't going to win because they don't
0: know how to name Their games Um uh, best action adventure a plague Tale requiem, god of war, ragnarok, horizon, forbidden west, straight, and Tunic Uh, action adventure, uh, combining combat with reversal and puzzle solving. <laughs> okay, so look, I think this is going to come down to plague Tale requiem and god of war. I think god of war is going to win.
1: Uh, I agree with you, I think. The fact that Strays in there disappoints me. What is so action? You know what they said? Puzzle 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 There is, puzzle so- puzzle there puzzle puzzle is
0: but that's literally the only thing. Yeah. Um. So, so you think God of War too?
1: Yeah, God of War. God of War is uh,
0: the yeah. action is in the I minutes. Mean, it, it is action adventure. <laughs> Best action game. I don't know why Call of Duty's here. Okay, Bayonetta three, Neon White Sea, Call of Duty, and then and Ninja Turtle's Revenge. I would say, I think Seafood's gonna win. Ooh, Bayonetta got a lot of action in it, bro.
1: It's it's nothing but an action game. Yeah, but it also performed like crap. What? It performed like when you talk about just in performance in general.
0: Yes. Okay. And it's only on one platform, so.
1: A lot of games is on Seafood's or it's on PC.
0: Right. Okay. And and, and Seafood didn't perform badly on PlayStation. Okay. All right. Um, best. No, what? Don't care.
1: <laughs> what, what? No, no.
0: What is it? Best VR AR. I mean, oh, like among us. I never. Yeah, among us. Come on, among us VR is going to win that. Innovation and accessibility. We got S thus Falls, got the and Rock, Return, to Monkey Island, The Last of Us Part One, in The Quarry. I think Last of Us Part One is going to win.
1: You think even over God of War with all those crazy accessibility options they got? I heard they that. made a trailer on accessibility well, options. They, for all, God they of always War. make
0: a trailer for accessibility options for oh, every right. single it, one. Sony of does, does of games. always. Sony always yeah. does. You're I, right about I, that. They I, do. I heard accessibility was pretty good for Last of Us, although I haven't personally played it yet because I, I, with a remake, I'm like I will wait until it comes out on PC next year to to jump back in on a game I played and beat twice already, but. Uh, yeah, I think I think the Last of Us is the only category the Last of Us is really uh um nominated for, so I think they're gonna win it. Cool, cool. All right. No, no, I I I agree. uh, Less community support, which I don't know why Destiny's here. Oh oh my god! All I hear from Destiny players, like my co-host here, is how Uh Bungie Uh don't listen to us. So, why that, is, or do you, are, you, are you nominated for best community support? I think the only reason they got that, nominated is they need to have a minimum of five people, and that's it. Oh, man.
1: That's so. That, that 12 that came out today, though. Ooh, they listened to the community on that one.
0: But I still it's, agree with you. Not, is they really listening to community if you take forever to do it? Anyway, Apex Legends, well, Destiny 2, <laughs> Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. I think it's going to come down to either Final Fantasy 14 or Fortnite. The I communities love no, the way those games are uh um developed. I think No
1: Man's Sky played. has a really good chance at this. It does.
0: I, I think it has the outside chance, absolutely. Outside, not not inside, outside. No, because it's not as popular as these two games. No, well of course. I think it either Fortnite or Final Fantasy 14. Okay. Uh best don't care. Um <laughs> <laughs> Best Indie. Cold of the Lamb, neon white, seafood, strike and tunic. It's I'm, only one game left there. Cold of the Lamb. Yeah, I'm. I'm because this this is the real snub right here. Cold like, the Lamb not being <laughs> for not getting game of the year over stray ridiculous. So I think Cold stray. the Lamb is gonna get Best Indie. So I have a question for
1: you. If 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 Cold of the Lamb wins Best Indie, how does
0: Stray being game of the year because it's not about what's best it's about look this is the Jeff Keighley award show the Jeff Keighley (laughs) award show isn't really about what was really the the best it's about look like like back when God of War came out God of War 2018 and Red Dead 2 two of the best games to come out that year Red Dead 2 should not have won nearly every category against God of War even though it was a superior game, yeah, but not to the it, point it, where it, it
1: was supposed to win all of those things because it was a superior no, game. It
0: wasn't that much that much superior. The, the, the oh, shooting, the shooting in Red Dead Two, is is ar- archaic and obsolete, and, <laughs> and 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 was clearly not what people expected from the, a game that came out in And the enemy
1: design in God of War was paid by numbers because you fought the same troll in different colors.
0: At least the combat wasn't sluggish.
1: Okay, but you still fought the same enemies. That's fine. So uh, both of so you, both and this is coming from a person that loves God of War. I'm just saying they both had their one thing that was horrendous. The gunplay... You, it, look the gunplay in Red Dead was terrible because they wanted it to be terrible I don't know why they wanted it to be terrible
0: and, and, but and that's, that's what, what they you want. engage in and do the most and, in that game
1: and then in God of War same thing the no, enemies it's, it's, that you fight for no, the most part they, are all they the same. they team. are not
0: equal sluggish no, bad gameplay, gunplay. The game, no, the no no, no, no no. not, the game, on, the, is game not on the same not, level as oh, I gotta fight the same they, enemies over and over no, again. No,
1: no, no. The gameplay, okay, if that's the case, we'll say which because Witcher had terrible gameplay too, but we all acknowledge Witcher being one of the best RPGs of all time. I don't one
0: of the best games of all time. I don't okay, I don't okay, like maybe, the
1: Witcher well, You're one of the few. you
0: anyway, We're moving on. Best okay, Go ahead. game. Apex, why is Destiny here again? <laughs> what the? Because why is Because you a hater. I am a hater. I know. Justifiably at least you hating on the. It should not be best ongoing game. Anyway, Apex oh Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and Jishin Impact. I think whichever one won best community support. Okay, I think I have these two here Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, whichever one did not win best community support will win best ongoing. <laughs> I think it's going to be apex well no it might be fortnite because fortnite hasn't won in the last couple of years yeah I think fortnite would do it they introduced uh zero build mode this year they got a lot they of sure people to, to play it now. they got like uh they they allow con like players to come up with their own creator creative you know studio creator made content and apparently, 50%. There was a statistic that came out that said 50% of the people that play Fortnite now play on the creator modes. So they play just as much as the epic modes. Like, that's. Yeah, I think actually, I think it's going to be Fortnite.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be Fortnite just due to the zero
0: build mode, just yeah. got people playing the game that didn't even want to play it. <laughs> Games for impact. A Memoir Blue, a As Thus Falls, Citizen Sleeper, Endling, Extinction is Forever, Hindsight, I was a Teenage Extra Only when I played as this As Does Falls, I thought that was pretty good. So that's the one I'm voting for. You actually liked it? Uh, yeah, I did like As Does Falls. Yeah, it was good. Oh uh, okay.
1: That's good. Yeah.
0: I, I i think that this developer, Interior night I would like for them, um, Xbox to continue publishing their games, give them a bigger budget so they can actually animate everything because mm. the story was good but the only real setback that people had with it was that the whole like stop motion kind of look like not everything was like that it was just the characters everything else in the game was like and like like animated normally but it's just the, yep. the people and so I think that like if they did it if they gave them a, a bigger budget they may be able to actually make it look like a telltale kind of look but you know nice. better. So, yeah whatever. You're, right, you're right Um, best ball oh, this is gonna be hard this is going to be really, really hard. So, best performance we got mm-hmm. Ashley Birch for Aloy in Horizon Forbidden West. We got Try. Um <laughs> We got Charlotte McBurney for uh, Alicia in A Playfair Requiem. We got Christopher Judge for Kratos in God of War Ragnarok. We got Man Engage Gage for uh, I forgot the name of her character in, in Immortality, and we got. Sunny Sojic for uh, Atreus, Atreus and God of War Ragnarok. Um, this is going to be, this is probably the most, every year this, I seem like this is the most competitive one because a, a lot of voice actors do a really great job. And I would say act that wasn't, Horizon Forbidden West wasn't Ashley Burch's best work, I think. But she's, 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 uh, she's amazing. She's a veteran. Yeah, she's amazing at this stuff. Uh, I think they're all, uh, deserving, but I'm gonna go with Sunny. I think it, it's Sonny's I was fine. gonna say the same thing. He he did he nailed it. He, the amount of work he had to do in in Ragnarok is is greater than what it was in God of War. And as a young actor, he I think he nailed it. I think he did great. I with like there was no lines or anything that had me kind of like cringy or any, cringing or anything like that. He was he was. He was excellent. He showed his emotion through char- through the character. Yeah, Christopher, I... Christopher Judge was excellent too, but it's like you kind of expect it, you know. You kind of yeah. expect that. And I yeah. think I think Sonny. I'm not saying he did better than Christopher, but I think they were on par. And for you, him to be saw, such I a young you actor, the... I think I think he deserves the nod. I I think
1: you saw the growth from part one to uh, from 2018 to this one yeah. like i'll tell you the one thing that got me when he when they were in the boat and he was like what did you tell mom he said woman guard the house (laughs) i died i died (laughs) i died it was so good his his charismatic at his um attitude really showed with atreus and you could definitely see that he wanted, like you, he wasn't the whiner that he was in the first one. And then I think that was kind of by design. Yeah. You could definitely see him taking a leap forward into being his
0: own man in this game, and I I really enjoy his acting in this one. All right, I'm, I'm trying to get you eyes, so we'll speed this up. No, we go got ahead. we got like five more left. So best audio design. We got, um, Modern Warfare Two, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok. Grant Reason Seven, Horizon Forbidden West. I'm gonna choose Elden Ring. And here's why. Um, when you're in those dungeons, like you can hear everything. Like it's it's and I don't know if they are combining the music as well as the the design of the audio and, and the accuracy of certain things. I think they're all kind of deserving for this for this even modern warfare 2 would like the sound of the guns even though i actually might want to dis- disqualify them for having the footsteps being too loud with the game but uh god of war is deserving grand threesome probably is deserving i don't know like it's, it's a racer like racers if, if it sounds like a card then it's great right but all right. i think elden ring um there were times where i actually would like be playing the game that would notice certain things with the audio and, and and how they designed it and i'd be like mm, that's 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 well done so that's my choice yeah. what about you
1: uh i would the, the the footsteps really get me in call of duty because everything outside of those footsteps being so loud is really really good like top tier good mm-hmm. but i really gotta war the sound stage in that game when you're hit like
0: you oh it's epic it's epic oh my god when you hit something
1: and they go up against the wall especially if you got a real a, a pretty decent sound system because i don't think headphones really that's the thing when it comes to best audio design you really won't understand what the audio looks like by having headphones on Like, you can tell that it's be, that is good with headphones but it it's enhanced so much more when you can like Have a a actual system hooked up to your TV, and boy, God of War impressed the hell out of me. And I think, in my opinion, I didn't play Elden Ring enough to actually really hear it, so I can't really speak to that one. So I'll leave that to you. But from what I played,
0: the God of War, Jesus Christ is good. It is good. I'm not saying it's not. It's just like I just thought Elden Ring was better. And matter of fact, hold on. Let me let me do this thing. Let me give because I see the next one is music. Let me get a nod to God of War. I'll get a nod to God of War for best audio design. But best score and music, I'm going Elden Ring. So here are the here are the category here are the nominees Play of Requiem, which music is good? Elden Ring, God of War Rider Rock, Metal Hellsinger, which I mean, it's like it's a shooter that is solely kind of like founded in this music and this uh, music yeah. and, and Chronicles 3 which I haven't played yet so I don't know quite know how good I that is. good music, but I don't think it's as good as the other ones. Right. So I think it really probably will come down to these two, God of War and Elden Ring. Elden Ring's there is no music I've heard this year that is better than the than the the main theme that plays at the menu screen for Elden Ring. hmm it it gets you into the, the the mood. Now, God of War has that epic like like chorus kind of thing going on, and it it's, it suits the setting and all that stuff. Great, but Elden Ring's score is just it's on another Next. level. It's it's it's, right. it's 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 freaking amazing. Like whoever's whoever scored that, they deserve a standing ovation in, in my opinion. What about you? What's your choice going to be?
1: I I I cannot disagree. The little bit that I did play Elden Ring, that score kicks you in the face, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like those celestial high notes that it plays, like the chanting monks when you're in certain areas of the game. It's 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 real eerie but it fits the aesthetic of the game so well when you're going through just different areas and environments of the game and I, I do agree with you I, and I do think God of War's score is really good but I do think the Elder Rings is a little bit a cut above the rest
0: right. um, best art direction so we got oh. Elden Ring God of War, Ragnarok Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn and Stray Scorn I'm, I'm, let me let me do this Okay. what? you said Scorn? Oh, look, look. I know
1: you want. I know you're gonna pick Horizon. I already know what this yeah, is. Yeah, I'm going begin.
0: Horizon Forbidden West. You, you're going you, I already reasons. know the main.
1: I know one of the reasons
0: already. What is it?
1: Black people got real hair.
0: Absolutely. I know. I know you. <laughs> Yo, as boring as I think that game is, I have to give Gorilla Games their flowers. I have never seen black people. Represented so well in a video, they are very well from that, from the hair to the very authentic-looking facial features of black people, and 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 that's just one thing. The art direction, look, you're you're looking at a world that is post-apocalypse where machines have taken like the DNA of things before and allowed evolution to bring those things back. You're looking at plants that aren't like they're plants, but there aren't like plants, like it's unique and different. They actually like, it's it's new, it's creative and it, it and you can tell, and in one with the amazing Decima engine, it looks great. Those two things combined make me choose horizon forbidden west stray has great art i think the city looks awesome i don't care like it's not it's not i mean okay it's not anything that's 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 out there or brand new scorn's got that whole uh um geiger thing going on but i i knock it because um the a lot of the shaders in the game weren't I'm even broken. done correctly we're broken so no i'm sorry I it agree. shouldn't be no, I was, I was there's, there's a part here that says technical achievement they ain't got no technical <laughs> achievement
1: no i was capping i yeah. agree i think it's going to be horizon not only just for the things you said but i think they have probably some of the best rendering of water and being underneath it that i've ever seen in a game when you're underwater i'm like yo this looks like a whole nother game under here exactly and, uh, it's, it's so it's, unique it's pretty,
0: and different
1: like it is very unique and different
0: god of war or as amazing as god of war looks everything has a nordic look to it there's nothing yep. technically achievement absolutely it's got it but like it's not that creative it, there's there's a template to base that off of yeah. elden ring actually has really good art visually not the best game visually but the art, like the design of like armor, the design of weapons, is all very good looking. But the environments can need some help. The, exactly the environments. Oh no, the art though, like the no, earth the tree, good. the earth yeah. tree, beautiful. Sometimes yeah. you would just stand on a cliff and just look out and just like you got to snap a screenshot. That looks amazing. Right. It but it's amazing. just it, it, it is, it's deserving of being here. It ain't deserving of winning. Horizon Forbidden right. West needs to win this. Okay. Um, now, best narrative. Here we... Free- okay, so we got to a Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality. I do not know why Horizon Forbidden West is here. That game is boring. Guerrilla <laughs> Games Daniel. does not know how to, how to write stories. The first one had bad pacing. This one, they went out of left field with a lot of stuff. I know people who who or die hard they like the story that's fine you clearly don't read a lot of books i'm 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 not gonna mess with you 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 could you are free to uh, like it all you want it does not deserve to be among these games I will also say immortality is overrated i played it beat it i didn't even put it in my in my my games beat because i won it took it only took me three hours to beat it and two I didn't think the story was that good and I, and I and i saw a lot of capping from 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 games media about it um Elden Ring. I almost did a did a lunchtime with slow-mo the rant about this. I need some of y'all to understand the difference between story and lore. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm gonna say it real quick. Story is what's happening. Lore is why it happened. Mm-hmm. Context, the history, the backstory of characters. That's lore. What the character's doing in the moment in a movie when a character walks into a room and shoots up everybody in a club—that's that's the story. The backstory to it is he did it because he was in retaliation for whatever. That's lore. And when you fight Rodan in Elden Ring, the story is you show up for a festival. And it's a bunch of warriors there about to fight one guy. You go in there, you fight the guy, you beat him, and the stars move, and a meteor hits the planet. That's the story. If you're not paying attention to what's going on, you would think that was pretty ho hum. The lore of, of knowing who Verdon is, and what Verdon did, and how he ended up this mindless monster just. Treading and pacing across this, this, this sand, this, this pit of sand. Destroying anything in his way. It's engaging. And it's good. The problem with Elden Ring is that the story is very mediocre, but the lore is top tier. It's great lore. And when you engage in the lore to know how Radon got that way, because Millennia, Blade Milica unleashed her rot on him and it rotted his brain literally as well as destroyed the entire region of Caleb with all that rot that is amazing backstory and lore because it was written by an actual author George R. R. Martin who did Game of Thrones and not from software because they can't come up with something that good but whatever right that's lore so when right. people are like Elden Ring got trash got trash everything and it's just like look you you don't know, like I see people out here, like not understanding. They're all over Twitter, not understanding what lore and and story is, narrative is. Those are the differences. And if I said anything inaccurate, I have an actual author in the chat, Ramon Terrell, that could tell me no, slow-mo, you was wrong, or it's this or that. But regardless, I think I'm, <laughs> I think, I, I think <laughs> I'm pretty right about that. All that said, War well, Ragnarok story is freaking amazing. It's it's I just beat it today. So I get to, it's great. There is no better story that I have played this year than God or Ragnarok. It is the best. It's got lore. The lore isn't as good as Elden Ring's lore. This is really based in like Norse mythology, so which is a little bit easier for them to just kind of like make corrections here. But like the character. Archetypes of Thor and Odin, uh, Loki—all these characters—they're already big, like characters that have already been created. So they, it, it was easy for them to kind of just like riff off of that. Elden Ring had to create like Queen Merica is is a is a completely unique character. So it's like it's different for them. That said, what Sony Santa Monica did with the with, with what they worked with and created a story that like was so engaging and very awesome narrative it's it's just better man it's just better it's the best story to come out this year i think what, what are your thoughts bro
1: i think god of War is going to win this because the story <clears throat> the way it was put together the thing that i didn't think they would be able to take to the next level like they did in this I think it goes back to the point that they have two voice actors that's in the voice act in um, the, the v- voice actor of the year awards mm-hmm. kind of lets you know that they went really all out when it came to this. So I'm with you. I think um, I think Elden Ring does a lot of things right in the category without God of War in it. It will run away with it. But I think God of War really surprised a lot of people with the story, the narrative, and the pacing of it, which was really, really good, and I think that's where they're going to go with this.
0: Yeah. Um, Last two, here we go. Best Game Direction. Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, and Stray. Now, this one, um, I'm going El- ra- no. <laughs> <messing> to <with you. laughs> give it the.
1: I'm
0: just messing with you. I'm going to give it to Elden Ring, and here's why. Um Elden Ring is... I think both Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok are generation-defining games, but uh, I think it, it's going to come down to those two, really. I think Horizon Forbidden West, uh, as far as like gameplay goes, is very good, uh, but it doesn't do too much more than what you got from Zero Dawn. Immortality is literally like, it, it is a bit unique with those, like it's, it's made by the same, half mermaid, the same dev that did her story and uh telling lies they always have a unique way of you interacting with the game um that said it's not it's not gonna be everyone's cup of tea Stray right. is i don't know why I, I don't think i don't understand why Stray's here <laughs> like, like it, it's, it's just it's just you go into an area it's puzzle solving you figure out how to get a cat through a door come on anyway Elden Ring took the From Software format and then put it into an open world. And although some of the of this game uh, of it is is archaic, um, and like old school open world, that I kind of feel like like some of it, and I said it in my review, should have been they should have borrowed from other AAA games that do open world better. But the reason why I'm gonna give it the Elden Ring is because of impact. The impact of Elden Ring is going to be far greater than what the, what the rest of these games would do. We're going to be playing games this whole generation that are going to be basing how they make their game off of what Elden Ring did. In God of War Ragnarok, frankly, it's literally the same, like, design of 2018, just grander with way more puzzles than before. But, all right, so I, I'm done talking. Forza, what What are your thoughts?
1: Nope. I think, um, whew. I think the, I look at when I look at direction for Elden Ring, I look at it the say, way I looked at it with Zelda. Mm-hmm. They made, they made really good changes in order to make, to take a genre forward. And I think that's the biggest thing that you're basically going to get from a game like Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. I think God of War in so many ways, is a refinement of what they already did, and um, I see why some people probably—and I don't agree with it. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't agree with it, but I think, in general, when it comes to like people's thought process on the direction and kind of say, "Oh, it's DLC," I think it's a huge DLC. It's a lot of stuff they added to the game. To make it
0: better it's not when it dlc
1: comes, it's not dlc it
0: can't be dlc when the game is longer than the original game you're saying is exactly. dlc for it doesn't make any sense right but I, but I
1: think but i just think people kind of just misinterpret the the point that okay it takes place in the same the same areas but you can go to different realms and stuff where Elden ring i feel it, like
0: it's the same areas in narrative and name None exactly. of the areas are actually the same exact areas lifted from 2018. And you get They're to not. travel to all of the realms now instead of in 20 you only get travel to two realms, two or three realms. So you got double the double that, or more than double, double the realms that you travel to. And I mean, again, but the drawback to it is that. Because this game has to run on older, older consoles, that they could only do so much with the level of detail they put in the environment and the visual fidelity. There was only so much memory that can go around with that.
1: What it would be if they didn't have to do that? Jesus Christ!
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, that'll be the next God of War game, you know. Um, And so here we go, Game of the Year. So our nominees here. Play to Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I got five out of the six right. The only one that I didn't get right is I didn't get the token indie. I didn't get this token indie right. There's always one indie game that makes it. This year it was Stray. I think Stray is not deserving. I think this should have been Cult of the Lamb. But, hey, it happens every year. People thought uh, Ori 2 should have made it over Hades. I would say Hades was deserving, but that's what it is, there, but this is, this always happens, there's always at least one or two Sony exclusives, we got two this year, there's always at least two multi Multiplat AAA games, usually the best quality ones of the year, which both of these are deserving, and there's always at least one Nintendo, always at least one, and Zelda the Chronicles 3 is the best one to come out this year, deserving so all that said the only ones that actually have a shot of winning this is Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok at least in my opinion and I think that's facts but whatever right Uh, Oh, I agree I still think that whoever wins the most awards between these two up to that point will lose game of the year which is a
1: sad thing
0: right I think okay so
1: just say it say it
0: i think it's gonna be god of war ragnarok oh no i think god of war ragnarok's gonna win but what did you vote for i i initially when i because i did a live i did a long time with slow-mo on monday and i chose elden ring i ain't beat god of war yet now completing god of war pretty much like adding an additional 12 hours to what i played is much closer than before. Though these two games are the best games i've played this year. And i i made four separate characters in Elden Ring and beat the game with all of them. I, I yeah. have I have absolutely sunk more time in Elden Ring than any other game this year. Mhm. But the differences between these two games the narrative is better in God of War but I think the combat and the build diversity is better in Elden Ring and the, the design of yes it's prototypical souls games but that prototypical souls game allows you to be far more unique in how you attack enemies and how you handle the world and the difficulty uh, is, is, is 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 greater. I say greater in Elden Ring than in Ragnarok,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because uh, when you die in Ragnarok, even if you die, um, like you don't have to start at a grace point or uh, a a a fire or whatever, you know, like you you start you start restarting at the beginning of a boss fight, or even you hit a checkpoint in the middle of a boss fight. So yeah. like, you know, that's different than an Elden Ring. When you lose to a boss, you, that's it. If you lost and in that, in in your grace was like five miles back, well, that's where you at, bro. So it's yeah. Millennia Blade of Milica is harder than any boss in God of War by far. So, yeah, I would say Gameplay, Elden Ring got it. And, but, but these are, it's like, you're, you're talking about, like, very small differences here. You know, like, they're so close in, in how great they are. They're both absolutely deserving to win. But I think Elden Ring would take home more awards. And therefore, God of War, Rat and Rock will win Game of the Year. What are your thoughts, man?
1: Who got a word making this real hard? I, I, not having finished Elden Ring, I just think the impact of that game when it comes to the genre defining way that it had people going crazy to go out and get this game that had no business even attempting to play it and how it, how it garnered such a great following. And and long-lasting staying power over the course of the whole basically the whole spring. Like people were still talking about this game going into April, May. Uh it's just hard to kinda think that God of War would surpass that. But in my opinion, I just think there is so many strong things with God of War, so many um so many things that it does so well that we didn't think would be able to be improved as much as they are. Like, I didn't think they could make the combat better than it was in the first one, but it is. I didn't think the story could be even more compelling than it was initially, but it is. I going to the different realms, like, the biggest thing that my biggest problem we talked about it earlier was the the paint by number bosses in, in all the characters but dude you go every realm has his own aesthetic when it comes to ball bo- ca- to character not characters but enemies and boss types yeah. so you're there is there's, there is nothing
0: they that really addressed game, all of the uh, all the things everything, of the, of the everything. Game. yeah yeah they, everything they addressed it well very well So,
1: so not like I'm I'm 14 hours in on God of War. I think God of War is at a point now where I'm just I'm floored by what I see and what I play. And I do think, uh, as much as it shouldn't take, it shouldn't be a, a part of it, I do think recency bias is definitely going to kick in because a lot of these people are playing this game still to this day and they're going to be playing it over the course of the next month, month and a half. People are going to be buying this game as you know Christmas gifts. They're going to be getting it with their PlayStation 5s because it's bundled with it this year. So it's going to be introduced to a lot of people over the course of the next three weeks as these awards come out. And I think people are going to be talking about it. So I do think that's going to give it a leg up. But I do... I'm really interested to see if your prediction comes through. If Elden Ring starts running away with a bunch of other rewards, is that really going to be what happens when God of War is going to do it for a second time in a row? And I, honestly, this game is more... I feel like this game is more deserving than 2018. because I felt like Red Dead was just a
0: vastly better game. It's a, it's a better game than 2018.
1: It, 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 yeah, I felt like Red Dead was a vastly game and I was kind of shocked that God of War took it from it. But I wouldn't be shocked if God of War won this Because I do think in general I think God of War does So many things right But I also think that you really Can't You can but I don't think a game like Elden Ring where it's still having People playing on a PS4 version Of the game on their PS5 Because it still has frame stuttering and frame skips to get better performance, I do think that has to be a part of it. And when you're and when and when games are this close to each other, you have to take that type of stuff into consideration. And I think God of War has done enough to actually do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, there have been a few people. uh, Shout out to Erica for the win, who's been on the show before. You know, friend of the DPS family. She she uh had a corrupted save or lost a loss of game save and she was lucky that she had an auto save that was close enough that she didn't lose a significant number of progress but like that has only been like the only real issue that i've seen for uh for um um that game of course you get every now and again like a little like clipping like kratos's beard clipping through his armor or uh, just like awkwardness in the motion matching um, every now and then but nothing too, too serious um, but like that's nothing um, compared to the amount of uh, issues that you got from, uh, um, from, from Elden Ring when it comes to performance um, the performance was poor and in in, on the PC version anytime I'm gonna knock you anytime you limit frame rate on PC right you should not be limiting frame rate on pc whatsoever i agree with that um shout out to Gats gaming who says slow-mo is like if you don't agree with me you're irrelevant lol attacking the chat sounding super triggered you know um Gats, you're new here so i don't think uh welcome by the way um but you really don't know what you're talking about um, and it's obvious by uh, you saying things like trigger, like no one gives a crap about <laughs> someone being a.k.a. triggered. Um, anytime anyone says anything that they disagree with, someone says in, in regards to something they're saying, the response from trolls who don't know what they're talking about and have zero ability to counter your points is <laughs> triggered so uh again welcome thank, thank you for being here And this clip i just showed this is a clip of my game crashing in co-op on ps5 i was playing with luca i just wanted to show that real quick because that's like literally what happened very frequently in the game and part of the reason why i think it should be a part of the conversation like you said um again thanks for coming through guys thank you appreciate you uh you watching um I still think God of War Ragnarok is going to end up winning. Uh, did you say which one you thought was going to win? I think God of War is going to win. I okay, cool, 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 cool. And of course, but look, I think they're so close that, like, if God of War doesn't, uh, if Elden Ring ends up winning it, it's like, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> like, I think it's deserving. It's deserving of winning the same way uh, God of War is deserving of winning. So, you know, it is what it is. We'll see. Um, but that is, that's the show, yo. That, that, I, I'm sorry for to tell you. I know you, you gotta oh, get Oh no, you good, bro. Here. I'm uh, about,
1: I'm about to walk out the door. You good?
0: <laughs> um, let's, let's get you up out of here and, uh, let, let the fine people know where to find you and, uh, where your channel is next week.
1: Uh, my channel is gaming 4 everywhere, YouTube, Twitter, Xbox Live, and PlayStation, and you are here with the great Slow Backslap, the most amazing content creator that's on the internet, and I appreciate him. Uh, outside of that, man, just be ready for DPS 111 next week. Gonna be a great time, and, um, be ready for Pokemon to be number one in MPD this month.
0: You know, that's probably, that's, uh, more than, you know what? <laughs> I, I can't stand it. That's probably going to be true, but I don't know, man. God, this is the, the the fastest selling uh, Call of Duty. Uh, yeah, Call of Duty might edge them out. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. There are uh, two
1: copies of Pokemon releasing today. Just remember
0: that. Yeah, that's true. Um. Okay. Uh. Um. Yep. Yeah, uh. DPS podcast will be on your channel next week, Thursday. Uh. Wait. Hold up next week is Thanksgiving oh yeah we need to talk about this <laughs> okay let's let me retract that we are not going live on Thanksgiving so it's not gonna be on Thursday uh, look out for Twitter or uh, whatever else social media maybe we'll we'll, we'll make it a, a post on, on our channels about DPS we we haven't decided we'll, we haven't had a chance to discuss it yet so we're either going to cancel next week's show. Or we'll do it on a different day. Uh, so we'll let you guys know once we have figured that all out. And look, if one of us is traveling for Thanksgiving, we're probably just going to cancel. Um, if one of us isn't traveling, we'll figure it out. But uh, and, and that's if Twitter is even still around next week. Because the way things are going, Twitter might be gone tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh, uh, check is out on Mastodon. <laughs> no worries black planet in my space, facebook something we'll, we'll 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 get the word out somehow on on what's happening uh so uh we'll we'll let you know but uh I, i'm probably leaning towards we might just not have a show next week and then you know be back in two weeks you know we, we, right i think we we do we, we give you guys an episode pretty frequently so we'll we'll see what happens anything else you want to say before we get up out of here
1: peace love peace and love peace and love shout out to the homeboy dragon heart yobi peace and love have a good weekend guys
0: absolutely play your games Uh, have a great weekend and uh, we out we out